Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Alrighty, welcome to WrestleCast Radio, a little moment of silence. Uh, it's been a few weeks um, since we've been on air, a little preview of Double or Nothing, uh, but that's coming <laughs> up now. But uh, the, uh, the world has been an interesting place. A lot of eyes are opening, a lot of tragedies, unfortunately, um, especially here, you know, home base for, for media, WrestleCast Radio, SportsCast Radio, of course, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, rest in power, uh, Right there, um, 
and of course, you know, the, you know, peaceful protesters that been happening. Yes, there have been riots, unfortunate circumstances, wherever you look at it, um, you know, whether it's, you know, horrific, you know, groups, whether it's in point A or point B. Um, but, you know, that's actually a, a smokescreen to get away from the real important issue, of course, which is the, the horrible treatment of, of some some uh, heads of authority in the police department against people of color um, or just people in general when they should be abiding by the by their own laws, you know, as well as, uh, you know, upholding communities there. But uh, also um, a little uh, while we were gone as well, um, a little moment of silence there for, for Hana Kimura. Of course, we all know her as the, the vibrant, wonderful wrestler from, from stardom. Uh, I believe only 22 years old. Some people might know her from Netflix's Terrace House um, Tokyo, which unfortunately a lot of uh, bad uh, was said to her you know, from uh, some events on that show, which unfortunately led to, to Hanukkah committing suicide due to, you know, very, very aggressive, you know, I don't even want to say trolling, but just hurtful, hurtful messages and, and things like that, which again, come on, guys, it's 2020. Yes, we can be trolls on certain product, but that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be, you know, we analyze, we critique, you know, what should be good, which, what should not be. That's the whole point of podcasting. That's the whole point of the internet because we all have that little voice if you want to hear it or not. Um, you know, as I said, Ryan, you know, I, I've been saying this for years, for five, six years, if not more, but I've been saying it prevalent over the last two weeks. The best and worst thing happen was the creation of the world wide web internet to, to get everything to the second you know, with, which is good but as we can see you know over the last few weeks it also has has been bad you know mm-hmm. you, you can go from the 2016 election you can go from all the way to the first years you know 2000 you know uh, all the way to 20 uh 2008 there but but the internet uh has has done some good but unfortunately has has created far 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 worse there but uh, um, I'm in, you know, a little podunk town, uh, not an area where a minority like myself, uh, you know, should feel comfortable. Um, you know, I, I know the nuances of the community. I know who are for, you know, the cause of just being a decent human. And I know the people that bullshit it and, and are two-faced as well, unfortunately, but I know how to play, you know, and, and to, you know, fight, uh, for, for what I believe in, you know, it's necessary. Um, you, on the other hand, Ryan, you are pretty much on the forefront um, <laughs> of, of everything there since, you know, the unfortunate uh, murder, just say it, the murder of George Floyd uh, a week from this uh, past Monday um, to the peaceful, yes, I will say peaceful protesting that happened on Tuesday to then those peaceful people getting with bullets, mace, gas, whatever you want to say, to of course the events that happened Wednesday all the way up to uh, I would say yes, there's a few things here and there but again, what people don't realize is the majority of it is the people protesting. But Ryan, like I said, you've been there in the forefront. How is everything down on your end? That's good now. Everything's kind of calmed down. On uh, that Thursday um, after it happened, we closed our store I want to say at like three o'clock in the afternoon, because where all this took place, like that police station was less than five miles or less from my, my store. 
Yep. The, you know, the Lake Street destruction was probably three miles from my store. I mean, I was close to all of this, and yeah. and you could kind of see stuff in the in the clouds over there. We we didn't open Friday, and then Saturday we opened for about an hour, and then we immediately closed again. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. So Sunday, since Sunday, we've been back to normal. But I mean, even today. Um, you know, they had the funeral, which was right by my building. And okay. Just didn't. I, I'm guessing it was a precaution. I mean, nothing came of it. It was normal. Mm. Like, or not. I mean, it wasn't normal, I guess. But in the parking lot of my strip mall was like four National Guard like tanker truck things with like a hundred people and like fifteen cop cars, just in case something did go down. They were close, but they weren't in the area to disturb people. So they kind of just posted up in the cub section of the parking lot. And and that was like, I was getting, I was, I told the guys I'd go get the cart so they didn't have to go outside. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> don't see that every day. <laughs> All right, see you later. <laughs> Went back inside. <laughs> and, and I mean, like I said, after it ended, everybody kind of cleared out and there was nothing, you know, nothing happened. They all left and, you know, no harm, no mm-hmm. foul. But it was a little something you don't see every day. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh no! I mean, it and, wasn't a and, parade. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's you know, it's, it's unfortunately, you know, you you hope, you know, there's that word hope that you know we we can overcome and, and change will come. But like I just like I just told someone, it's been happening for hundreds upon thousands mm-hmm. of years. That's I, the unfortunate know- aspect. I know it's optimistic sounding, but I, I haven't seen like since like Saturday, Sunday ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen more and more of like peaceful pictures between the two sides that I really maybe have seen once a year or something and mm-hmm. it's daily. So I don't know. I mean, I think, I think I, I hope things are in the right, like at least took a step forward. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and there's many layers. I'm sure we we can probably do a whole show, but we're here to yeah. you know kind of get you, you know, the, to get your mind off that because it's all about. Do you even puro, bro? Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't puro a lot from this uh, past week here, but uh, we're gonna go over, uh, some double or nothing. What kind of stood out to us, good or bad? Uh, we'll talk from all Japan from. God, I don't even know my dates anymore. Uh, from about a week ago, uh, Ryan's kind of caught up with. Uh, with all Japan for the last two weeks, um, as well as uh, DDT, which we have Peter Pan, uh, a two night special two nights event uh, happening in a couple of days here. So uh, I will get us all checked in. I, I'm about a week behind on both of those, as well as Dragon Gate, uh, as we have the, uh, the the King of Gate, the King of Dragon. I, I forget which uh, gate King this gate. one is. King of gate. gate. There we go. So uh, we'll talk about round two. Uh, definitely probably get round three. And the uh, Royal to the, find that last person in the uh, in the four way there, the title shot. Um, get that completed here. We'll also uh, preview Peter Pan and preview if we have time NXT in your house because that's a thing apparently. Um, two night events well, though. The right? event's already done, by the way. So yeah, correct, and it'll be interesting because people were peeved on. Uh, I should say these NXT extras and wrestlers and writers are peeved because they had to stay up. To the long hours of the night, just get the perfect weather aura. And guess what, Ryan? The E ain't paying them shit. They're not paying them extra. 
Now, why do you think we're at like this within the country? Because a stupid shit like that is because you do not appreciate your workers, and you are saying you're going to stay up ten more hours and not get a cent of this. You know what the big problem that became of this company is? They're they are trying to be something they're not, and they hate what they are. They're treating this like it's a movie set. Guys, we can't leave until the shot's done. We got to stay. We got to stay. Hey, we're going to shoot uh, raw, multi, two raws from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. You guys got to stand up the whole time. And and can someone explain to me why why uh, Marina Shafir and Shotzi Blackheart and people like that are, are in the crowd at raw looking like a video game crowd where they're like constantly doing <laughs> things with their arms and stuff? <laughs> It's terrible. It's so bad. And and this oh is what God. I said. I was like, this is what you need to do to try to give Raw a better feeling and SmackDown a better feeling. Is you have all these people that have never been on TV, put them in the mm-hmm. crowd, space the seats out, do what AEW does, do what mm-hmm. All Japan does. They do it great. You guys can do it too. And instead, they take talent that's on, like Chelsea Green, who's supposed to be going up to the main roster, is standing there cheering on the baby faces. <laughs> wow. Like what the hell is wrong with you? So was she a face and she dumped uh cut I mean uh Robert Stone, is that his gimmick? Uh, <laughs> since she fired him on a WWE.com exclusive. Uh bit oh, that probably no one saw. Um Nope, I didn't. Doof goes, Man, she she fired Robert Stone and now she's with Charlotte. I said, No, well, they didn't fire Robert Stone though, that's just a thing. I, I basically said the same thing to you and you were like, Well the the Noah Tag League's done. I was like, No, they haven't finished it and you're like, No, it's done. I'm like, No, no, no. You you, you saw something different. Oh, it really did happen. I just didn't see it because I didn't even I was oblivious and didn't care. Just like <laughs> shout out to them um having having Drake Maverick cut a promo. Um, how he got that contract to N- NXT, and, and he says, you know, all the, all these people got released, but I worked harder, and I got a contract, and I get to stay. Like, oh, okay, well, oh, I, I hope you didn't gross. tell him to say that, because once again, it's like, <laughs> you guys are you guys suck at, at trying to make movies. Stick yeah. to what you do well, and you don't I, even do that. WWE anymore. films collapse, you know, kind of cement that. Yeah, it's like like I don't even want to know what this Adam Cole Velveteen Dream thing's gonna be. If Didn't they already minutes, have a title match like a month ago? Mm-hmm. But there was interference. Oh, so interference. He, he didn't get the win, and then when they tried to attack him, Dexter Loomis came slithering out from underneath the ring, and it was really awkward. So is the next picture Dexter Loomis draws is gonna be of like two teenage girls, and then is that gonna yeah. distract Dream? Maybe. Well, he, is he? If he, oh, he's not with. He he's got a help dream, doesn't he? I I don't know. You would think that'd be the biggest swerve ever if he did that, or maybe if that he, does help him. If if, if, if the texts are true, maybe if that's Dexter Loomis joins Undisputed Era. Then that truly means that Adam Cole is going to AEW in August. <laughs> like then, I believe What's the rumor that he's not resigning. You wouldn't have a problem with that, though, would you? No, no, I think he'd be fine there. Because and, and that's where I'm, oh, I'm going to have a problem Omega? with fans. My problem is going to be the fans because they're going to go. Um, <clears throat> let me let me cue my belt monster voice. Ugh, ugh, they just signed another WWE guy. Now they're Carter. <laughs> uh, no, they signed a Ring of Honor wrestler. 
Yeah. He came from Which... Ring of Honor and Pro Wrestling Gorilla. That's what he got big from. Who, Kevin Steen? He didn't get big in the E. Tommaso Ciampa? You, know? you saw yeah. all of NXT? Yeah. They didn't get big because of that. Like, there's some people, okay, Velveteen Dream, if you took him, oh, that's another WWE guy. No. I get that. But Adam Cole's You know how Adam guy. Cole got big? Was himself. Oh, you know, also how he got big was because Vince McMahon let his talents get held up in Saudi Arabia. That's how Adam Cole got big. Because you know what? He stepped up on SmackDown, on Raw, on, on NXT, all the way through Survivor Series. All the way through that TakeOver War Games. That's all yep. Adam Cole. That's no, uh, that's no credit to Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Hell, not even Triple H. I'm sorry. No. But you remember years ago when I was like, Adam Cole, I don't get it. My God, from that stretch on, I was a fanboy number one. All of that <laughs> from the tremendous. He is tremendous. And if anybody's going to join the Undisputed Era, it's obviously going to be or should be the guy that joined the Undisputed Era two weeks ago on Pro Wrestling Summit to win the <laughs> six-man tag titles with Adam Cole and Roderick Strong, and that's Machine Gun Carl Anderson, damn it. Whoa, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, he might end up in Impact for Slammiversary. Oh, yuck. Would, they, would they that show make you like, angry? Uh, if it's a one-off, no, because I understand Slammiversary. They're trying to do like a history show because the Moose they couldn't do it WrestleMania weekend. What's that? Because of Moose having the TNA title? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they couldn't do their, their WrestleMania weekend show. So, I mean, like, I get it. They're trying to do that. Like, Saban's going to be – they already showed Saban. EC3 will probably show up just looking yoked. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, Dixie oh, Carter's got to be there. Otherwise, there's no gimmick for him in TNA or Impact. She, she goes, I'm breaking my nephew back. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would get up. a pop, wouldn't it? That that would get yeah. a pop on the Internet as well as those people in Orlando or Toronto or whatever the hell they were they're doing gimmicks now. <laughs> um, so where, where do you want to start this? Obviously, King Gate, Oof. we have uh, – we we got to save the final three matches. King of Gate, we had. Uh, so so we got to we got to talk night four, five, and six, correct? Uh yes, yes, yes. Pretty good shows. I have three and a quarter across the board, a one three and a one three and a half. So I mean, I I literally have an exactly a three and a quarter star rating for all six matches. Nice, nice. I I will say though, I was surprised by the uh, Yamato win, uh, kind of in that A block. Uh, the first match to kick off round two, uh, KZ Yamato. Um, Yamato though, he looked ready. He looked like he was ready to persevere against KZ. Of course, you know he was one of my picks. You know early on to, to kind of win there. But uh, I would say great battle by these guys. Um, I, I thought KZ was going to get it when he hit that splash at the back of Yamato. But when Yamato got those knees up, for, uh, when KZ went for that second one, the Yamato hitting that crazy Yamato slam, uh, getting that victory, kind of surprised the hell out of me. But then again, can give KZ a chance in that battle royal. What are your thoughts on that opener there? Uh, it was that was my favorite match of the second round uh, with Whoa. three and a half. Thought it was that was really good. And, and you know, it's it's one I of those things. Where this is a, what? Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, I'm. I, there was one match that I would have liked better had it not just suddenly ended. Because I was on pace to go, this is going to yeah. be the first fourth star of the tournament. Um, 
I, I'm comfortable that I've, I can finally say that I've booked Dragon Gate correctly for the most part. Aside from getting Jason Lee and BB Hulk wrong, I think I've gotten everything right. In everything tournament. right. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. I had, I had Yamato uh, winning because I thought KZ would be the Battle Royal guy. So still going well. They did, I yep. think they did just enough to make KZ look credible. But now he gets to go into this Battle Royal and, and try to recoup. Uh, the victory, but I think your model is a smart play too because you you got to figure it tie it can tie into you know history with Doi and things like yes. that depending yep, where it yep. goes. So I'm excited this uh, this Saturday will be the semi the, the two semifinal matches. So oh man, I fun. cannot so wait to see. Uh... Mm-hmm. Hopefully you can get these last uh, you can get the the last of this done because you got what three th- what, what do you got one one two three. Four, five, five, or I got four what, matches. What One, the two, Battle Royal, three, four. Yep. The three A, B, and C. I, I, I don't know about Tor and Ultimate Dragon. If I have some time, I'll, I might watch. Yeah, that's the uh, the UT match. Yeah, you got four matches. Right, yeah. match. Yep. UT coming back. I, I love how I mentioned that UT shows up, and then ironically, you post a you tag Dave Ritter in a video and the first thing is Ben yeah. K shoulder blocking UT. I was like, oh shit, UT, what's up, man? I'm glad you're back. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of, uh, I'm sure no one was going to be back. Diamante, uh, in the uh, the second round, or the second match of the A block here, uh, getting the win over uh, Yosuke Santa Maria. Uh, I think this was a good match. Uh, good uh, competitors match of different styles, which of course, you know, Diamante's the big, strong baddie, and, and Santa Maria's, of course, the underdog looking to get the win anywhere as possible. Santa Maria has been awesome in these uh, in these two matches here, especially getting that win in the first round there. But, again, the power of Diamante is just too strong. Um, so it'll be interesting with Diamante and Yamato. Uh, I'm sure you're probably ahead of me on that one there. But, uh, yeah, I think it, you might want to go with the champion advantage there, Diamato getting a win. But uh, pretty uh, – Good match, I would say, for Diamante, or I should say uh, the, the the last couple of uh, with the King Gates here. Surprising yeah. me, since uh, I was very uh, anti-Diamante uh, before King Gate, that's sure. But, you yeah, know, when same. you have a month or two, hopefully, you know, practice it up. I, would, I gave it a I gave it a nice gentleman's three. I I liked it. I you know the more and more I watch Yosuke Santa Maria, I'm starting to realize I don't appreciate her as much as I should. There's, yes, she can work, man. <laughs> She's really. He good. has every element of of your underdog wrestler. Like if Daniel Bryan wasn't a, an athletic specimen as it is, as he is, I think Santa Maria has that you know kind of aspect that 2010. 2011, you know, Daniel Bryan, like, hey, is he going to, you know, bring it to the top? Is he going to get it all? Santa Maria, I think, you know, can can get that in due time. But uh, a, a great ring, ring te- well, I don't say a technician, but but way of Santa Maria knows every, uh, it's kind of hard to say, because Santa Maria can can do, you know, either spin a Rooney, can do something off the top rope, can try to do some, you know, submit work and everything so all around is what i what i guess what i'm trying to say with santa maria mm-hmm. so again someone who i appreciated you know a la oscar in in ddt if you will yeah she, she they rocks don't, I mean, when you look at the, you know these wrestlers you don't expect much and then you you give 
you know, 10 to 12 minutes, you're like, oh, they're not just going to be, you know, the, the jobber, if you will, or they're not going to do this. They're going to have a competitive match, win, lose, or draw. Hey, you remember last year, uh, uh, she had one of my matches of the year with, with Mao in that light That's two right. match. That, that match was oh, gotcha. one of the best. Uh, it was incredible. Uh, night night five, as I have it listed, but the second, the, the B block. Man, holy hell, Kaito Ishida, the kick boy himself. Yeah. Kaito this, this match was my was, favorite night. Oh, they're banging. The match was great. They yeah. were going ham. And then it just ends in a count out. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but it was creative and heelish as F for mm-hmm. uh, Kaito Ishida. So I think that's that's why it worked there. I thought it was just awesome. Okada, though, like you said, the strikes to start off. I was like, yeah, I don't awesome. know going to get off this. <laughs> I mean... This was a great way to show your champion in, in Kaito Ishida to look strong and not in that WWE way, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I, I honestly think if, if they would have just gave us a few more minutes and then did it, I would have been happier. But it mm-hmm. was like six minutes, it felt like, and it was just starting to go. And I was watching it with Demetrius because he's been over the last, last couple of weekends watching the, all this stuff with me. And mm-hmm. and we're like, oh my god, here we go. And he's a like, I think I think his favorite wrestler in the world right now is Kaito Ishida. Like he loves, Ooh, he, he's it. like Isaiah with T Hawk. Like he found his guy and he, <laughs> he's running with him. And I was like, yeah, dude, me and I, me and Alex have been talking about that. How this guy Good is, pick them, just... you know, he he's gonna get on God get on our ballots for something this year, most improved or breakout. Something like he he might get on both. I mean, we'll see. Oh, but, probably, yeah. Um, you know, a hundred percent back about it and. And we're going, and, and I was telling him about Okuda, and and he's like, man, this guy's tight, too. And then they're just going, and then it just ended, and we're like, oh. Like, we're getting ready, like, <laughs> that's why it goes. Works. That's why it works. I <laughs> no, had a shit-eating grin on my face. I was like, oh, because, again, let, let's get to the, you know, that that sequence there. So, Ashita gets whipped into the ring. You know, of course, they're fighting outside there. Um, Okuda goes for the kick while he's in the apron. Ashita ducks that, trips Akuda on the apron there. Ashita you know, tries to slide into the, or he slides into the ring, and and that's how Akuda gets counted out. Yeah. Again, this where you're just like, oh, but it just works. It's it's that classic seventies, eighties NWA type of style, but oh, it happened in, in Tokyo, Japan. Yeah, I. This is me just being selfish because I was like, oh, this is. Good. I knew this was going to be something good. But what but I, I love about Ashita is his his ground and pound game. Again, he he looks like a little scrapper, but they make him look strong like I like I said just a few seconds ago in in the best way possible. He's not going to, you know, get too leery at him like, "Oh no, he's going to be done." He's going to beat your ass. Like he's not going to, you know, say, "Okay, here's the champion's comeback." He's going to try to beat you or at least try to trip you and get the count out win when it's all said and done there. I I I, I yeah. agree with Demtrist, you know, we We've been. I've been a big uh, noticer of Ashida, obviously, since he made the big turn to join Red uh, last year. So, yeah, uh, I thought this was great, just as great yeah. as uh, the next match. Yeah, this this was good too because they did it so perfectly. Doing getting the win, he, he's you know that's twice in a row now. He's countered the the lariat into the into the roll up. He did it to Big R Shimizu, does it to Kai. I thought Kai was legit gonna beat him for a second. Mm-hmm. He, you know, Doi came out with it. And it works too because if you remember back in March when they kinda did that just whatever Korakin show, 
Kaido mm-hmm. Shida pinned Naruki Doi in that six man. So now Doi gets to go in against the Shida to get his get his rematch. Um, and if you look at it too, now champion we have a champion. champion. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. So hell of a thing. Uh, great match yeah. on that one too. Naruki Doi, man, he's just and and they they do it. When he caught that time. lariat for that mm-hmm. roll up, I man, that was just beautiful. <laughs> That's just your veteran chip <laughs> right there. Yeah, that, that's the that's the the roll up pin that he invented because of all the people who throw lariats in Dragon Gate a few years ago. <laughs> he's like, I need to counter these guys him. somehow, and then he's like, Gotcha, I figured it out. And then he just beats you like, <laughs> like you remember he beats Asuma Yokosuka, um, you know, in that first title defense back I think February. Yep. And because Yokosuka just beats the shit out of people with lariats, um, as we'll talk about when we we talk about him and Hikaru Sato. Because I think that was on one of the shows here. It might have been one of the previous shows, but never, nonetheless. So he's always had this, you know, I, I'm prepared for it. Now he's won both of his tournament matches with it. Um, <laughs> who's your Who's your pick on uh, Ashita and Doi, Alex? Man, as much as I, I ah, do you think they do the uh, the unthinkable and, and give Ashita? Well, then, and so then you're gonna just. And the, uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna not be saying the, a word because I already watched it, so I'm not saying a word. I I, I would hope you, you, get, you get something with Oshida. I think Oshida would be the the right pick, but then I guess maybe it wouldn't, depending on who wins between you know the the blocks there. So it mm-hmm. all kind of varies there. You know, I, of of course, Drandia, you know, kind of going for the red sweep uh, as you kind of predicted with the previous show. Um, oh yeah, Daya, sorry. My Spanish no, like, is horrible. Well, My Japanese it, Spanish is horrible. It's, it's okay. His music, every time I see him, I just scream, <laughs> Dago like, like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> no, so you're no, good. You I, watch I, entrances. Uh, I think it's A versus B and then C versus the Battle Royal winner. So even – and I could be wrong with that too. I don't know for sure how they're doing it. If they're mm-hmm. doing like A, D, and C, B or – a C B D or A B C D, however they're doing it, but I mean theoretically, you you still could separate the the R E D guys if true. Oh, true, true. Or you put them together, and I, you have since it won't happen. anything, I think Ushida again would be a, a good point because the whole point of this is to get a future title title shot, correct? Regardless of class. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if if he's champ, you know, obviously he's the junior champ. If he somehow, you know, get gets the, the King of Gate title, then, you know, he, he can get that, you know, hey, I beat you, Doi. Let's go, you know, one-on-one again. But well, that's then he'd just be able the American in me. Yeah, exactly. He'd be able to beat him twice, I mean, too, because of the, the six hands. I like, I like your booking. I like your booking a so, lot. I mean, that, that's just my westernization. But uh, I, I think uh, smart-wise, uh, they'll, they'll go Doi. But I think Ashita w- should be the deservance. Speaking uh, of deservance... Yeah, the C Block, the man who has the best entrance music in wrestling, and I was going to have a new intro made for us, but apparently Dragon Gate pulled a bunch of themes from people on the YouTube. I was Whoa. like, bastards, yeah. But uh, Ata dismantling Ben K. Yeah. Man, After Ben, ben K got momentum. Mm-hmm, got some momentum going. Ata finished him. And instead of finishing him, he picks him up just to super kick his ass and then pin him the next time. <laughs> <laughs> ben K, we, we, we've said this for a while now since he, he won the championship last uh, at, the, at the end of the summer there. Uh, 
Ben K, what has been a big strength for me is his, his mannerisms, his ability to sell. And by God, does he sell? I mean, he goes limp, for God's <laughs> sake. After Ada nails that high kick to him, he just sells the shit out of it, goes limp, falls to the ground. He's folded backwards like an accordion. Like you said, super kick to the corner. Then another one with Ada gets the victory there. <laughs> Sorry, Roman Reigns, 2017, but if you were selling like uh, like Ben K was here in 2020 uh, and, and the end of 2019, then, then you might be on a different, uh, different yeah. uh, wrestling avenue there. But uh, props to Ben K, man. I, I get why you dig him. I, it's funny watching that clip I sent to Dave when he was part of R.E.D. And I'm like, this is the same guy. Like, you know, he's all like, <laughs> joke, smiling, flexing in the ring. And I'm like, oh, like, okay, I get it. You know, I was like, I, I one day maybe if I'm, you know, truly bored, I'll try to go back, watch some of his R.E.D. stuff, some, some, uh, what was it? Big uh, Ben. The Big, Big Ben. Thank you. Yes. So, you know, kind of that tag action there. But uh, I thought, you know, hey, Ada got his win back, you know, from, from Ben K getting that uh, King of Gate win last year. You know, I kind of put uh, him on my, my radar as well as Ada. But, uh, Ada getting the win a year later, uh, as I always say, Deserved and uh, kind of sets up your your dragon dia, uh, you know, kind of prediction <laughs> to start there. As uh, dia got the win against uh, R.E.D. member Cosma Sakamoto. Oh man, I love Cosma Sakamoto. He's so scummy and dirty. Yes. And, uh, and I, I was talking to talking when we were watching it. To me, it's just like, who the hell is this guy? I said that used to be. That's Sakamoto, uh, Sakamoto or whatever with Lord Tenside. He's like that big guy. No. Said, yeah, Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was that was Lord <laughs> Tenside's little guy. No way. Yeah, and then he went back to Japan and just became this scummy, dirty. I love. He comes out with the mask and the umbrella. Oh, he's just cool, man. And you know, once again, he puts over Dragon Daya. And did did you watch his post post match interview? Oh, you gotta watch these post match things. They're so like some of them. He just sat there. And, I mean, I, I technically it's midnight in East Coast, so are we late night? Yes. Okay. So they, they, after dark. they show him in the back, and he's just held over, and he's like, mm, "Fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck." <laughs> Fuck! And, I'm like, and we're like, oh my god! That's all. And then he just gets up and he shakes his head and he walks away and he just looks back and goes, "Fuck!" And, he, and then he's gone. I love how it's universal in any uh, yeah, any like, language. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, what is it with the real extreme diffusion group that makes everyone so scummy? Because when I think of real extreme diffusion, I don't think scummy heals. You know. Do, Everybody could do this. They just do it better than everybody. But when they come out, their facials are just so good. Mm-hmm. Like, and they don't even do a lot. It's it's kind of like uh, Angel Garza. I think is a good example. His smirk is just so douchey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you see him, and you're just like, I want to punch that guy. 
Like mm-hmm. Big R Shimizu comes out like he's the coolest guy in the world, and people can't well, stand him. He is. Oh man, I, like this, this gives nothing away, but you're gonna love him in the battle royal because he's just Big R. I mean, he's this he's big everywhere. He's uh, he was dead or alive. 2019 cage match Big R. Like, he was doing oh, everything nice. with everybody. Nice. He was like, hold my beer, I'm going to be the worker. Like, you know, it's great. It's so awesome. Um, and Dragon Gate, I, I had to warn Demetrius, I said, look, their battle royals are nothing like other people's battle royals because they 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 segregate the factions in corners and work together and do things like this and that and there's spots and callbacks and things and I'm like, it's it's like a match. They treat it like a match mm. in these things. And like by the end of it, like you know how I, I you know I don't I don't rate battle royals ever. My and I usually put NA. Um, my rating for this was awesome with an exclamation point. Like it's wow. it was so fun. And it did was they get so rid of someone of faction in this? Did they what? Do they get rid of someone out of the uh, the losing faction in this one too? A la Ben no, K last year. Oh no, this was just so the the winner gets that fourth spot in the yeah. Uh, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, but it, it's cool too. The other thing is, is they kind of did it like they've done some of the Corrigans, where all the guys come out and they, they'll pull out an envelope, and and I'll, I'll say it to you now, since you'll probably watch it when, you know, if if I'm at work and I can't chat with you and you don't know what's going on, because I, I did Phil Demetrius in, you'll see all these guys come out. Everyone, all what is it, twenty one other guys would be, and they'll all pull out an envelope from a box, and you'll see them like, yeah, and they'll show the envelope. And then they all line up around the ring in factions, in one on each side of the ring and then the stage on the fourth side. So all three of them are in their own sections. And they all open the envelope. And if inside the envelope is a, is a contract, you get to be in the Battle Royal. Everybody who doesn't have one doesn't get to be in the Battle Royal to make oh, it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so it's only like 10 out of the 21 that actually get in. in- oh, interesting. So, I think it was 10 or 12, but I think it was 10. But so when, when you're watching this and you're like, where are they all? Are they drawing numbers? Like, like, cause that he's like, oh, they're drawing their numbers. I said, no, it's, it's, you know, and we, we explained it and then he realized it, but it's, you know, the first time I had seen it too, I was like, oh, cool. They're, they're getting to see the, the numbers. It's like the old, oh, cool. You know, who drew what number? And then yeah. I'm like, where did half the people go? I was like, is this, is this edited? Like, I was like, I don't think they edited these Cork and Hall shows, and the crowd's cheering. And I'm like, well, but you didn't show me half of it. And then I would go back on the Dragon Gate Facebook, and they're like, you know, uh, Gamma and Don Fuji did not have the luck of the draw. And I was like, oh, I get it now. So so it, you're saying I should uh, go to the Dragon Gate Facebook page while I'm watching this match? As long as, as long like I, I don't know if they talk like that. Like when I did that, that was back like a year ago. Well, the first time oh, I seen gotcha. it, but um, yeah, it's it's just it, it's cool because you don't know which of the guys is gonna pick the right envelopes. Then you'll see them pan through everybody and who's got them, and kind of go, oh cool, he's gonna be in it. Oh cool, he's gonna be in it. So like, there's people that you know we may have talked about that we think is gonna win the battle royal that doesn't even get to be in the match. Oh wow! Like, yeah, so, battle royale participant decision lottery. Yeah, it's it's cool, man. It's it's really cool how they do it. Um, but just make sure to watch the other three first, because otherwise you'll be spoiled on them because you'll see the people grabbing envelopes that aren't in the match. Um, oh damn! So I should turn it off, is what you're saying? Yes. Because oh, okay. as an example, you know the the Yamato versus Diamante match. If one of them comes to grab a, a envelope, you know. Who- uh- 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, so do that one after. <laughs> but, um, oh, crazy. Yeah, crazy. I mean, yeah, it, it was awesome. I mean, the way that they, they do all this stuff. What do you, what do you got with Ata and Dragon? Dragon the Daya! In that match. I mean, so if I go, so we got Yamato and Diamante. I'm going to go Yamato gets the win. So Yamato then will face Ashida, which then will face. Ooh. Heels on heels. See, that's tough. I, Ita and Dragon Daya. Who's uh, you got two REDs? And, Man, and like I said, I think it's I think it's the winner of Yamato and Diamante faces the winner of Ashida and Doi, and then the winner okay. of Ita and Dragon Daya faces the winner of the Battle Royal. So then you can't have Ata and, and uh, Big R face each other in the, after that. I don't know. That's tough. I, I just cannot wait to watch. But it'll be interesting. But like you said, so to, to not only me, but to everyone out there, get Dragon Gate that live. That is for it's sure. So, it's um, so fun. And they do, uh, you know, usually they, they take stuff off after a week. Um, but, but it looks like all the King of Gates uh, tournaments – um, if you want to check it out, uh, are, are still on Dragon Gate Live. So uh, good stuff here. Like I said, I, I'm hoping to knock this out, depending on what happens tomorrow morning before work. But I cannot wait, so we could check out the uh, the the, uh, the two on or the other two matches uh, this upcoming weekend here. So yeah, good, good, good. good stuff. Um, so that that's King of Gate. Um, do you want to? Where do you you want to do all Japan, or you want to do double or nothing next? Let's go all Japan. All right. So let me pull this up here. Um, we have two shows for all Japan, two DDD shows. Uh, one will be more. I'll just kind of break down. The other one uh, is the one I believe Alex watched of both. Now, you, you watched the first. Yep, number four. Yep. So, um, I mean, your, your guy, Koji Iwamoto, uh, which, which greatly surprised me here. Hokuto Omori is getting the shot against Susumu Yokosuka for the junior title. In Dra- it's going to be in Dragon Gate, though. Comes in and loses. Really? I didn't. Yeah, Koji Wamoto in the opening match on that show number four defeated Hokuto Omori oh, with yes, the yes. judo throw. Yeah, yes, and, yes. And, and I was like, okay, is he going to beat him because you know he's going to to do that Dragon Gate show for the junior title. They're like, no, nope, Iwamoto's beating nope. you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I thought that was pretty tight. Um, what, what do we have second? Uh, Yuma Aoyagi uh, and Tajiri. Very weird. Very very weird, I but know. I thought this was a good, quick, fast-paced match. Good outcome. There was a nice, you know, cross faces for the win. I, I mean, there was a tag match. It's, it's it's like your usual All Japan first three matches where they're all tag matches. You're like, all right. Yep. There was some good action, and, you know, it was well-paced, and, and yeah, the jury seemed to be okay. Yeah, if I they defeat that. Uh, Yusuke Okada and Hikaru Sato, the uh, evolution numbers. Uh, third one, kind of like you mentioned, this one I actually like. This was this might have been my second favorite match of the show. So, um, so explain this to me. Why uh, Euro, uh, you know, Yujiro, Aikaman, whatever you want to call him, a kajillion names. He's teaming up with uh, Juno Aikamaya. There we go. There we go. Uh, teaming with uh, Akiyama uh, to take on, of course, uh, Purple Haze's uh, members, Zeus and Izanagi. Um, but I commend, it seemed like he was, uh, you know, kind of in the trance of Jun Akiyama. You know, he was like, it was more so he was focused on on, on 
Uncle June more so than the opponents there. Hell, I forgot Zeus was even in there because yeah. it seemed like Izanagi was pretty much, you know, kind of getting everything there. But Eichmann, you know, slaps June during the match, jogs back at him. Izanagi holds Eichmann. He moves, you know, just all this crazy stuff. But again, Eichmann just seems like he's, uh, uh, you know, just trying to get the attention of Akiyama. What's the uh, the status on that there? Uncle June does not like the comedy shtick and uh, theatrics of one Eichmann Kuroshio. I okay. mean, when he was doing his entrance where he, he'd stop and go in slow motion and he couldn't make it into the ring because he's always trying to skip and they slow his music <laughs> down. And then it yeah. finally goes back to normal and he runs to jump in the ring and then all of a sudden it starts going fast so he's going really quick and he's he doesn't know which jacket he's going to wear and he's throwing him around. And then Akiyama comes out and he just gives him that, get in the fucking ring. <laughs> and Grosh yeah. is like, jeez, man, come on, we're having some fun here. And on the whole, you know, as you mentioned, the slaps, I like this this odd couple duo between Akiyama totally, and Grosh. Yeah. And then, it's like and then, a lethal you know, weapon. I, yeah. <laughs> Akiyama's got Izanagi finished, and then Kuroshio's like, wait, 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 comes in and hits a moonsault and gets the victory. The moonsault, takes- yeah. <laughs> and like, and uh, Akiyama's just like, yeah, whatever, screw you. I, mean, I have another young boy to beat up in DDT. So yeah, I was about to say, uh, he was probably just more uh, distracted on, on getting back to DDT there, so more, yeah. more so than anything. He was still confused how tiny Mizuki Watase's trunks are. I still can't get over how little that guy's <laughs> trunks are. I'm like, God, every show. Yeah, he had. I think he had. I think it was. It was in the opener of the on the thirtieth. He had. He was working a spot and he got Saki Akina in a waist lock. He was going to shoot her into the rope. And I'm like, if some reason his trunks slip, she's going to get a present. Because <laughs> these things are so tiny. <laughs> She's uh, gonna get a present, <laughs> but it was it was cool, you know. I went the three on it. Uh, the next match was kind of weird because it ties into the next show, and I don't know the exact way it's working. And okay. I think it's just because he he thinks he's his friend, but he's blatantly playing him and making fun of him the whole time. But Yusuke Kodama defeats Blackman Sore with a frog splash, and <sighs> and you can tell he's just picking on. Don't walk the road with him. With him. <laughs> Well, the next show they tagged, which was really weird, and and I it seemed like they're trying to tell Mansori that you know what the hell's wrong with you? He doesn't like you. He's making fun of you, and he's like, no, 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 we're friends. <laughs> so weird dynamic there. It this I don't know. This match I thought was it was fine. I, I think you I thought it was good back and forth, and yeah. pretty from both guys. I thought uh, I think the right guy got the win, but again, just don't walk the road if you know you're going to get nutted. Come on. <laughs> Man, they are pushing these these infants terrible guys, man. As they I, I love it. Yeah, it's they, a, it's they, a, it's, it breathes new life. Sorry, Purple they, Haze, you are not even with your, yeah, that, your dad metal. And you know what's the thing too that I like about the the infants three blaze thing is is they all Japan is doing the invasion angle of those guys like they're joining as a as a correctly done invasion angle. Like they're Do coming they even, in and steamrolling people. But are they even? I mean, Obviously, I don't speak Japanese, but do you know if they are kind of ruling it as them taking over? Russell One, like it's here, like a legit invasion, or it's just like this new faction from who knows where? Wing, you know, kind of like when when Benoit, you know, Saturn, Guerrero, and Malenko came in, where it's just like, oh, you know, it's it's radicals or you know these guys here. Is it kind of something like that where they're playing it off? 
not saying like, hey, they're from WCW, but it's just like, whoa, these guys from, you know, they're they're here to do some work. Yeah, I think they're putting it over for the fact that people know who they are, but they don't they don't need to say it, so they're not saying it. But then they're coming in and just steamrolling everything. Oh my god, are they essentially the radicals? Is Shotara is Shino essentially Chris Benoit? Oh man, that's tight as hell. And Kuma Rashi <laughs> is is uh, Saturn. Yeah, because I mean, Yusuke Kadama is easily uh, Eddie Guerrero. I oh, mean. totally. <laughs> From the character to the in-ring work and the, uh, the yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it was it's yeah. I mean, they're doing it right, and and I don't know for sure how they're they're fully addressing it, but I mean, they're 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 smart. They're making them look strong because think of now. In Japan, they can start running um, venues and fans now. Yeah, they can, it's like yeah. 50% up to 5,000 fans. Okay. And then uh, and then they can run a full 50% starting, I think, in August. So, I mean, there's already – I know um, DDT has two shows coming up. Um I don't remember the exact dates of. I'll, I'll find it before next show. But they have already started selling tickets for it, and they're going to be like special seated tickets where like they're gonna they're gonna line up the building with like a seat in between everybody or two seats in between everybody, and then they can, and then they're gonna have the, the the fans be able to watch. So they're already selling like limited seating for. I think it's the show on the thirteenth and fourteenth. Okay. And then I think it's the one on the like 21st and 22nd or something or 20th, 21st, I think maybe, but they're, yeah, I mean, they're already starting to sell. So, and but what's crazy is why Dragon Gate canceled their events of in June then minus of course, I, this upcoming weekend. I think it's because they didn't know, or this hadn't been decided when they canceled them. Okay. Cause yeah, and then they it, come back July 9th. Yep, and and you know Dragon Gate's kind of in that same boat as New Japan, where they don't need to run if they don't have to. Oh, okay, um, I gotcha. You know, because they're 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 funded by Geora TV, which is kind of like Impact with access with a giant network funding them. Man, do we you get know, Dominion? I don't know, man. New Japan said they're starting to run. Or they're I I can I could see any day now New Japan announcing a show. I swear, I thought I read, I didn't click the link, but of course, it's the dirt sheet. Who knows, even though 90% of the time, that's correct. Uh, is it true that I read that they ran an empty arena show recently? If they did, it's that's unbeknownst to me. Um, I swear well, it was like a random headline. It said, New Japan, NJPW runs, you know, empty arena. I was like, wait, what? I thought they just went on a rant. They, they weren't. So... Maybe not. I just typed in empty arena New Japan, but nothing came up. But I swear it was like a couple of days ago. I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. So, so never mind. So fake news. Fake news. Telly Vesta the Super Junior. So some they're running some best of the Super Junior final. There's my dad as a heel wrestler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I I think it's gonna start. Like I think they're gonna start doing it soon. Oh my I, gosh! Yeah, so I mean, we still may have a shot to get something. Uh, I think we're gonna get the G1 for sure. Is that is, five Japanese companies then back on? We haven't even really watched Noah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, well, we got to get I back into Noah. I, I got to see this Nakajima guy who's apparently with uh, New Japan. 
Yeah. Oh man, did you have you not have you watched that his uh, national title win over? Um, what's his name? Uh, why can't yes. over Sugera? Yeah, it's not Yes. Yep. Damn good. The, my only issue. Oh yeah, because we talked about it. Because I was so pissed about that Rattels thing. That's right. Mm-hmm. We did talk about this. Um, I'm pulling up uh, Dragon Gate World or, or Wrestling Universe right now. Wrestling Universe. Uh, <laughs> you mean DDT Universe? <laughs> Dragon Gate. <laughs> Who are you, Alex? Circa 2019. Uh, next match we have while while Ryan is looking that up. Uh, Violent Giants. <laughs> They're adding the Buddha uh, Noah show. That oh, just happened. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, because do you know what's happening with by the way? Mm. With Muda. Is he? No, I have no idea what's happening with Muda. Oh, then never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We'll have to wait. Wait and see. Do, should I watch? Is is it on the show? Ah, uh, that I'm not sure. Sure. Oh, I God, think it, it was like with... happened the show after we watched. Okay. It just starts with Kano screaming. This is this is the show I think where they had where they changed the tag titles already back or something. I was like, what in the hell are you guys doing with this Rattel thing? I just don't get it. Oh, and it's gonna be even <laughs> crazier. But as you mentioned, uh, Violent Giants defeat Takeo Omori and Dan Tamora. Uh, Damn Swama right. literally made Dan Tamora tap via headlock. <laughs> Headlock, yep. That's <laughs> the coolest thing I've ever seen. is awesome. Yeah. Oh man, that was, I I had never like we're watching that. And he's like, did, did Demetrius looks at me? And goes, did did he just win with a headlock? I was like, bro, you don't mess with Suwama, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you what are you thinking? Man? You don't mess with that dude. I mean, to I be like, fair, when when <laughs> when you see Dan Tamara like fourth up on the card, you know he's gonna pass the hell out from a from a headlock. <laughs> I don't know if they added this, but apparently, oh, this is an old show. Never mind. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, also, Shuji Ishikawa well, has a tight ass shirt, by the way. I was like, ooh, yeah, I the, that. that. That, like, volcano eruption or whatever the mm. hell it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so All I have in my notes is Ishikawa has a tight shirt. And then tomorrow, then I put Dan tomorrow gets beating early and often by the Giants. Headlock submission to tomorrow for the tap from Masuwama. That's I like how you you called it uh, early and often. <laughs> it's true. I mean, so I I don't even know who Takao Mori was because he was barely in the match. <laughs> Takao Mori is still um still mad from the. Um, the fact that uh, he's going to have to be putting over somebody uh, clean the next show, which actually was a really good match. We'll, we'll get to dun, that dun, point. Dun. There's a, that so I don't know. Um, the, the 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 All Japan show on the 30th is called Treason X Invasion. Whoa. So they are, they are oh, cool. They are running that. That's really cool. Uh, there's an All Japan show uh, that I don't know if it's going to drop. Uh, but it, they recorded it yesterday. But there's a singles match between Kento Miyahara and Koji Iwamoto. No, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I swear. Oh, God, I hope Koji gets the win. It's how cool is that going to be? Oh, if he won that? Holy shit. No, just being in the ring with Kento. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh... Because he, cause he's going to allow <laughs> Iwamoto to freaking lay some suplexes on him. He has mm-hmm. to, right? Yep. 
He'll probably uh, take one of those judo throws. And that's going to be good. And then the the main event is Shuji Ishikawa and Yusuke Okada versus Hikaru Sato and Suwama. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Real so, uh Jake Lee defeats Yoshitatsu with Alex Mello's favorite wrestling move, the backdrop oh. suplex. Yeah. <laughs> I did Yoshitatsu, I have decided, I have never seen somebody, like, this dude thinks he is the greatest, I mean, this dude comes out, he's got two belts, that Corona belt that he wears, the blue one, is Mm -hmm. for a company, uh, company in Hawaii, that's run by, like, the Wild Samoans, and that's the, Mm. that's what he's the champion of. Gross. (laughs) What? (laughs) Really? Yeah, we were we were trying to figure out what it was. Is that like, even a real we, federation anymore? Is that even well, running? We, I don't know when the last time he he ran there. Like we thought, we thought he like made this up. Like he just invented this title and he just wears it because like his gear matches the colors of his titles and shit. So I we thought, thought this was dude a just made it up. cruiserweight title from like twelve years ago. <laughs> it's. It's it's something like UEW Wrestling, I think is what it was. Oh. UEW Wrestling Hawaii. Are you sure it's not EWI? Uh, I will say this, though. Yoshi Tatsu, <laughs> uh, he looked pretty damn good in this match. I was just bummed that Jay got the, that BS victory there. So, uh, I don't know. What do look at? I mean, I like the Enziguri, that kick into the PK kick, uh, which, you know, then didn't do it, but then freaking back suplex a la John Michael Sega Genesis Royal Rumble. That gets it done really really at least a, a Saito suplex would, would murder your, your, your spine. Oh Oos suplex doesn't do anything. Oos? It's called Oos Wrestling. Take Jimmy and Jay. <laughs> the and and oh man. So the the Corona Premier International Champion is that blue title he has. They need and, to change the name of that title. He goes by world famous Yoshitatsu. Oh my God, no! <laughs> yeah, this dude is such a mark for himself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just glad so. he's not wearing his uh, his Bullet Club Hunter gear that he was wearing every day oh, match with Kento Miyahara. Like you're you're in all <laughs> Japan. Why are you still wearing that? <laughs> I remember you point that out to me, and I wouldn't care. If you pointed that out to me now, I'd laugh my my ass off. Um, <laughs> My thing, like I said, though, Tatsu, to me, seems like he's improved quite quite a bit more. So I, I won't give him the shadow of the doubt. Yoshihashi is still the worst uh, Yoshi out of all. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's not something special Have they ever wrestled? Probably. God, that's probably one of the worst matches ever, or most, <laughs> most slowest matches ever. <laughs> who do you who do you got in that match? If if Yoshihashi, the Battle of the Yoshis, took on the Yoshitatsu, who do you got, man? The man with Yoshi two titles. Tatsu. Yeah, Yoshitatsu. <laughs> Spider Man. He's he's definitely getting the dub. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not. I'm not putting over. Like I said, I hope Yoshihashi never wins a title in his career. If the only way, Ryan, the only way you get to see Kento Miyahara. And Kazuchika Okada in the same ring. The only way you get to see it, though, was a tag match with Kazuchika Okada and his favorite tag boy, Yoshihashi, taking on Kento Miyahara and Yoshitatsu. Would you be satisfied for the rest of your life, or will you not watch it due to the 
stupidity of it. Mm, I would definitely watch it, but I don't know if I'd be satisfied with the anger. I, yeah, because like I know what it, I know what it should be. Uh, now, to be fair, the Yoshitatsu and uh, uh, who was it? It was Yoshitatsu and uh, Tanahashi. No, yeah, it was. Was he with Tanahashi? Yeah, he was with Tanahashi against Sakamoto and Miyahara. That match was incredible. Oh, the one from last year where uh, Kenzo Miyahara basically got Tanahashi booed out of the building? Yep, exactly. precisely that one. <laughs> where Miyahara was getting mad bops, and they were literally booing the ace. It, that was in Karukin, wasn't it? No, that was in a bigger building. Was it in a bigger building? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, because that was the big anniversary show. Yeah, that's that was right. it was that's the right. Um, Giant Baba show. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's, Which, were that's, those in the summer generally, or was that in the fall? That was February 28th of 2019, I think, was the date of that match. So we won't see a Baba show till next year if we're fortunate. And I don't even know if they'd ever done that before. Really? Interpromotional? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong, but now, now remember, we still know that that Okada said he wants to have this giant world show when they can come that back won't together. Be this year. It, and, it probably yeah. won't be until next year. And Kaito Kiyomiya already called him out and said, "I'll fight you." Yeah, that's why I uh, said you need to uh, get uh, every Friday night uh, Twitch TV forward slash WrestleCast Radio. Um, yes, yeah, WrestleCast Radio. <laughs> Uh, where where I I said Ryan needs to go sign uh, Mr. Uh, Kiyom, you say his name. Um, Kaito Kiyomiya. Thank you, thank you. I always mess that one up. Uh, he's saying he wants to feel the rainmaker, so I uh, I suggested Ryan to to get him signed, so then we can get best of five series uh, starting for those two. I I can comfortably say I got part of my palate appetized. Uh, Kento Miyahara and Akira Francesco. Took on Kuma Arashi and Shotaro Ishido. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Fra- Francesco looked good. You know, he's been doing exactly what we want to see from him every single time, and I give them props for getting him over. Miyahara and Ishido, when they finally got in there, I started my, I started having goosebumps. It was, uh, <laughs> it was good. I liked that one three and a half. I thought it was a really well worked match. And Kuma yeah, Rashi continues to surprise me as somebody that that I didn't realize I was going to get behind that much. Um, I thought it was great to see uh, Miyahara and Oshino start the match to kind of feel each other. Of course, uh, if there were fans in that crowd, like legit, you know, if there were people in the the audience there, I'm sure it would have erupted. Um, but no, I, I agree. This was uh, great for Francisco Akira. Getting the rub yet again by being in the ring with the uh, the other three uh, veterans there. Um, Arashi, though, I, I swear I thought he was going to squeeze the brains out of uh, Francisco Akira when he was pretty much just on his head there, and then was just putting more weight on the skull as Ashino goes on Arashi just to get more pressure on the skull yeah. of Francisco Akira. Which I was like, I've holy seen- shit. Somebody back, like, basically do, like, a backpack on top of another person standing on somebody. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever seen that. Either. It was so incredible, and it looked so painful to the, uh, to the 205 Live, uh, future 205 Live star uh, come 2022 in Francisco Kira. 
Yeah, that was awesome. That was tremendous. I was all about that. Um, good show. Good show. And then yeah, we saw Zeus very good show. come out at the end. Um, if you watch the aftermath, Zeus comes out and assaults uh, both of those guys and says, this is my company. Who are you coming coming in here trying to take out, take out my guys and, and people in my company? Uh, which issued the challenge for the following week. Bro, if you keep tagging with the Izanagi, you're going to lose every time, Zeus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dad rock or not. <laughs> um, so that leads me to... Why did they time Irie? I don't know. I wonder if Irie's just not doing anything right now. Like It's kind of like DDT. There's some guys that I always... I'm like, I wonder yeah. why they're not doing anything. So I don't know. Maybe they just choosing why not to, or choosing not to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, the the show on the thirtieth. I'll run through that real quick for you. Uh, Kento Mihara and Yoshitatsu defeated Junakiyama and Dan Tamura. Whoa! Uh, Tatsu, yeah, Tatsu gets the victory via Boston Crab on Dan Tamura, and then puts himself <laughs> over immensely. Oh God! And then they're playing the the Yoshitatsu theme from the WWE, the that weird music, and Kento Mihara starts walking around like he's like a robot to it. He just leaves the ring. <laughs> so Yoshitatsu, being you know being Yoshitatsu, decides to follow him and tries to act goofy with him, and it doesn't work. Oh. And it's like Mihara is doing the I don't ever want to come out to this music again. But that it's so dumb. Oh, Jesus. Uh, then we see Shuji Shikawa and Hikaru Sata defeat Yuma Aoyagi and Black Mensore, which Whoa. we got more of the Yusuke Kodama coming out and consoling Mensore again, uh, which leads into something coming up a little bit later. Uh, uh, Evolution members Suwama and Yusuke Okada then defeat Hokuto Omori and Koji Iwamoto, who went on to tag after having that match in the beginning. Uh, Suwama beats the living shit out of Hokuto Omori. Uh, there was, there's a spot where I think uh, Omori goofed near the end after taking okay. a bunch of lariats. And he, for whatever reason, it just didn't work. And he's like standing there after, and they're trying to figure it out. So Suwama just lariats him as hard as he can and then just pins him, and it's the end of the match. And everybody leaves the ring. Suwama and Okada just walk. And then Iwamoto kind of like shakes his head and rolls out of the ring and leaves. And like Omori's <laughs> in the ring like trying to figure out like what's going on. They go to the Ooh. backstage and do the Evolution promo and Suwama's like laughing or whatever. And then they, they're interviewing the other team and Iwamoto's just standing there by himself. Uh, and then in walks Okuda Omori. And then they pan over to Omori. He says about four words, and he keeps shaking his head and just walks away. So I don't know. Suama just rung his bell. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to see something stiff, check that out because it's it's <laughs> it's stiff, man. Apparently, because it didn't even last five minutes, so he yeah, must like... have been lariated out. <laughs> a, he forgot something, and B, uh, he just wanted to get the hell out of there. Um, then we see uh, three and a half here. Might have been match of the night, second best match of the night, however you want to put it. Uh, Yusuke Kadama defeats Akira Francesco. Awesome match. Whoa, uh, that was a thing. Yeah, Kadama wins with the uh, uh, 
Frog Splash. I don't know why I couldn't think of the word frog. It's really good match, so like I think you'd, I think you'd really like it. This this is an easy watch show too that that I would say check out if you know obviously after you get to it, um, you know the other things first. But some some good stuff on this. Uh, Jake Lee defeats Takeo Amori. I went three and a quarter. Uh, there was a couple times where I legit like I'm like Demetrius Amori's going to beat Jake Lee. Like they literally they got they got it going. Jake Lee looked really good. He still had his Nia Jax charisma going, but he just he looked really good in the <laughs> ring, kind of like he did uh, with Tatsu. Um, then we get uh, uh, Yankee Tukenjo, uh, Sami Kodaka, and Yuko Miyamoto defeated Tajiri and Kai. Uh, went two and a half. Just can't get into Tajiri. Kai worked hard. Uh, but Kadaka gets the pin on Tajiri after a nice kick, and then that jackknife style roll through pin that he seems to do every time he's on a pro wrestling summit as well. Mm, nice. Uh, then in the main event, Infants three Blaze Fataro Shino and Kuma Arashi defeat Purple Haze member Zeus and Izanagi. Did Zeus Ashino actually go, come into this match? Unlike uh, number four. Yeah, they had a crazy dope spot where Ashino hit him with like this run, running. Um, Euro and then a diving Euro and he shoots him off the rope and the minute Zeus hits the ropes he comes flying off with this giant lariat oh of course Yeah. did he do any other real. friend to the outside uh, no I don't think he Meaning did Zeus? I don't remember doing anything I think he might okay. have did like a uh, like a clothesline off the apron oh okay, uh, okay. but he, no, yeah, he the no no he didn't he didn't get that crazy. Like where it's like Zeus, you're gonna kill yourself. You're too big to be doing that. It's like He's not gonna be doing what they did in stardom, right? Just roll down the uh the stairwell. <laughs> so Shino and Zeus though, did it kinda of live to the you know, granted this match was a little uh fifteen minutes there, but did it whet your appetite for this uh hopeful one on one showdown in the future? Yeah, I it definitely it? did. Definitely okay. did, and it, it it sounds like in September they're going to do the carnival. Yes, yes they are. Yep. So, I mean, no guy if this is a no outside wrestlers. Totally fine with me if you if we if we're not going to get Davy Boy and um who was the other one they added? one of the other ones they added that we were kind of into. Um, um I forget. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, it was Davy Boy and somebody, but. I mean, if you if we lose them and we're adding in Jiro Kuroshio and Shotaro Ashino, no no problem for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally cool with that. You know what I mean? I'd rather have Shotaro Ashino. Than... I don't know. People have been people have been asking that. Like people are like, "What's the odds he's back for this thing?" And a lot of people are thinking he's going to be back, dude. If you mean to tell me Naomi Nomura comes back and and Oshino can work Nomura too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! It's like I'm I'm almost glad that it got delayed because of how great all Japan's shows and booking have been. So after the after the match, he taps Izanagi with the ankle lock, tells him to get the hell out of here. Um, Kodaka <laughs> comes out, and Ashino starts cutting a promo, and then he just looks over at those guys and he just laughs and he goes, "Huh," and he throws the mic down. Ashino leaves the ring, and he walks out. He goes to the right of the entrance and leaves the the two AW arena. Uh, walks around the corner and like the front door to the building for the T two AW um, where the like headquarters is because they're 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 renting their building to run their shows. Mm-hmm. Um, he just walks in there, 
and he walks into like the little like office with like the, where like the secretary would be, and the one of the refs is in there, and they like get startled, and the promoter room. He just busts open the door, and it, Suwama's sitting in there with Yusuke Okada. And, and Ashino looks at Suwama, and he just he's like, you're next. And he does, like, the belt gesture and starts just talking shit to Suwama. Whoa, they're not messing around. <laughs> and Yusuke Okada stands up, and, you know, he's got his goofy grit on with his hairband thing on, and Suwama's laughing, like, just just pipe down, kid. I got this covered. And, and Ashino's, like, laughing at Okada, like, just get the hell out of here. And he's pointing at pointing at, at Suwama, and he's like, you, I'm, I'm going to come for you, and I'm going to take your title, and I'm telling you this to your face, and I'm going to kick your ass. And once again, like, Shintaro Ashino is such a badass as a heel is he's, you know, he's a, a different art we don't get anymore in heels. Mm-hmm. And the whole, I know I'm better than you. I'm going to prove it. Yeah, that belt is around your, or that championship is around your waist, but it won't be after, you know, we, we face off. Like yeah, that type it, of like, hey, I, you know, again, that the credence of of superiority, you know, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, we're here and we're taking over, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. And then after that, he just leaves and walks out the building, walks around the corner, and goes back in the the arena. And now he's back in the ring, and he and he looks at his partners. He's like, all right, let's go. And they just leave. And that's how Okabayashi the show didn't walk around in the corner and be like, oops, wrong wrong shot. Oh, if he did, that would be tight because he might have had the two AW <laughs> title. By the way, that's what I'm like, wouldn't up. that have been crazy? He's like, oh. I'm trying to figure out how to watch some 2AW because uh, their next show, it's Okobayashi defended against Ayato Yoshida, that that uh, dude I'm really into that from Jin that he was like a, the young lion oh, in New yes. Japan, and then they pulled him because of the, the thing with, uh, what's his name, Michinoku. So that's going to be a banger of a match. <laughs> uh, then they announced on June 7th, so on uh, Sunday, uh, it's, uh, it's Francisco Akira. Akira versus uh, Atsuki Aoyagi. So Yume Aoyagi's Ooh. brother's back. Uh, Takeo, uh, Takeo Amore and Hokuto Amore against Junakiyama and Dan Tamura. Uh, Koji Iwamoto and Hikaru Sato versus Black Mansori and Yusuke Kodama. So they're Ooh. playing into that Black yep. uh, Mansori with them. Uh, Tajiri one on one against Yume Aoyagi. Kento Miyahara and Yoshitatsu against Zeus and Izanagi. <laughs> uh, okay. Jake Lee, Jake Lee versus Shuji Ishikawa. Aren't there like nine Purple Haze members? But yeah, uh, it's always I Izanagi four and Zeus. Or five. Five? Well, yeah. There's, I, there's, I know. There's a lot. Lucas but. Steele, which I don't think he's in, in the country. Oh, yeah. That, that was one of the guys that was in the. Uh... And then we, you already oh, mentioned Shigeru. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mentioned G- uh, 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 what's his name? Shigehiro oh, yeah. Irie. And then yeah. uh, Udamaro. Where I don't know where he's been. He's the one who, like, started the Izanagi thing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, Jake Lee and Shuji Ishikawa one on one. That should be good. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be really good. And then our main events: Shitaro Ashino and Kuma Arashi continuing their warpath, taking on Yusuke Okada and Suwama. That's gonna be good. <laughs> Who gets yeah. the title shot first against Suwama, Jake Lee or uh, Shitaro Ashino? I don't know, man. 
I. It I, seems like they were going with Jake Lee against Ashino. Now Jake is going against other, you know, Yoshitatsu, Takeo Amores, and then now Ashino's going after Tuama. So it's just like, it's, I like it because the booking's all over the place, but it's just like, well, where was show number three's outcomes into, you know, this or that? Maybe it was one of those things where when they had that tag match and Shitaro and Shino ate Jake Lee alive. Jake Lee. <laughs> they're like, mm, maybe we decided on the wrong guy. Let's go this way. <laughs> also, um, it, uh, yesterday, uh, June 3rd, was the unfortunate one-year anniversary yeah. of the passing of uh, Atsushi Aoki, um, pro wrestler who, again, uh, won huge huge uh it made a huge impression with me with the champions carnival um you know a, a year or so ago so that was uh or in 2019 so very 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 sad but but a year ago um on june 3rd again aoki passed away yeah rp man that sucks i saw that i was like damn it's already been a year since that motorcycle yeah. um Let's keep it on the up and up. We're, we're, we're grooving here and moving. Uh, DDT TV show number four. Did you see number four? Uh, let me check my notes. Discard. And number four, I did. Here we go. Go. Which, by the Are way, Antonio go, Honda. Go. Go. Tight shirt. Go. Get down. I love go. that the shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Honda and Dino in another one of their matches, um, mm-hmm. this time it ends in a nightmare that Dan Shoko Dino had. Yes, yes, as, yes. As everybody started getting corrupted by the Fox and then turning into zombies as the Fox, and then they all end up just attacking Dino at the same time. Like, there's an extra ref out there, and then Kaigo Nakamura comes out there, and... And then the uh, the young boy that was kind of out there who turned into a zombie oh, yeah, uh, ends up waking up guy. ends up waking up in the bed with uh, with Dino. Yeah. He's so, gotta get up there. I, I just I just gave it a question mark. I didn't really know how to rate it. I mean it was for the randomness. It's it's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean I wasn't like I laughed. I mean I I chuckled. I can definitely say that. I was like, oh, this is so weird. It's it's one of those it's one of the epitome of those matches where if you have somebody who doesn't watch a lot of the stuff and the, this is one of the first things they see, you're gonna get weird looks. I Demetrius knows like Endo and Takashita and like yeah. you know those kind of stuff. He doesn't he doesn't see a lot of the goofiness. Like he, so it was he, like he, me twenty seven. Yeah, and and as this is going on, and I'm giggling at like the the zombie attack and. I look over at him and he's just kind of like just watching it. And I'm like, I could just, I could tell the gears were spinning, but it didn't know where it was going. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, uh, I didn't think about uh, First thing we watch is Honda Dino. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun yeah. role, though. It was, yeah, it had good action. You know, like to me, uh, I even put it at the end of my notes, it was like, turn into a St. Elsewhere George, George Romero <laughs> zombie match. Yeah, I mean it was it was, and then I mean I'll get into it more after, but like I mean it was it was fine, it was cool. But from the announcers to the refs to Antonio Honda <laughs> to the young boy, everyone being zombified with the two sweet fingers in the air, it was, and and Kigo Nakamura can't forget him. Uh, it, it was 
something to behold. It's interesting because because the whole aspect of this is what I read is, uh, uh, gosh, I always get his name. Then Choco Dino, essentially, he wants to have the most Iron Man heavy metal weight title defenses in the history of title defenses. So that's why he's been doing all these random like multiple person matches and that. Um, but that's why, and again, I don't know what's the deal with Antonio Honda with this these series of matches. But if you notice, they never have a conclusion. They don't have a win, lose, or draw. So it kind of goes against of what uh, uh, Don, Don Shukodino's goal is, is having the most defenses because they are having no results. So in a way, it's meta within meta if you know the, the storyline. And for me, it works. Again, three years ago, it would have been like, Ryan, what the hell do you have me watching? Which I did say to you when you had me watch a DDT show for the first time. But uh, I'm all in now, and, and to me, it's just it's fun. And I was never an Antonio Honda fan until maybe about six, seven, eight months ago. And, and I appreciate what they're doing um, for this championship here. Antonio Honda, when he holds his arms over his head and he like does it like quick pump thing, is like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. His face, <laughs> when he, ooh, ooh, ooh. he's like, he's so random. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Akito, uh, Akito and Yukiino defeat Yuki yeah. Naya and Kazutada Gucci. I was surprised the that Gucci tagged with Naya and not his people, and you know not his stable, and then takes the loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the, good tag, good tag match. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. That, that nice uh, Akito he, being he, the spear with Akita getting Akito. the figure four. Yeah, yeah, definitely being the odd man out, but but what worked is he played the 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 little guy, you know, really well with him kind of getting lost around there. But uh, but yeah, Keto, you know, like you said, Naya in the figure four for for uh, him to take there. Um, but uh, Ueno and whoo and Yukio Naya, man, those are some big boys, and it was good to kind of see them uh, lock up there, uh, kind of early and often within this match. Fun fun tag match. That was uh was a good one to watch. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um uh, then next match, Alex, I actually went three and a half on this next one. Judaki I thought they could have let them squash it. I, I yeah. honestly did. And they didn't. <laughs> yeah. I I think you know, not to go back to it, but I think Akiyama was terrified at with Watase's short trunks. <laughs> and uh, when he realized they were so small that he he lost his train of thought. <laughs> no, yeah. I I'm I'm digging Akiyama coming in and just just shooting on these guys, and they're just they're going with it. And you know, and then he and Watase, man, that was the best match I've ever seen Mizuki Watase had. And, you know, it makes you wonder, Dude. like, day, I wonder what could he, he could have done with like a you know a 15 year ago Akiyama with how fun that was. Started with that running knee, and then he nailed that DDT to Jun Akiyama to the side. I was like, oh my god. I think Watashi might get that victory. <laughs> and then, no, after that, a wake-up call, it was like Akiyama and, and, and Yujiro was, were, you know, he had thoughts of, you know, Ike in, in his head and just proceeded to uh, bash Ozzy from skull to toes. And, uh, you know, it, it was a pretty, it was a match. As, you know, sort of squashes can, can kind of go there. But uh, Akiyama, for his height, that pass flex that he does at the end, wow. Yeah. My yeah, only gripe I, is the the nineteen uh, falsies. 
I don't think Watasi needed that. Um, no, I agree. But, and, and Akiyama, you know, of course, didn't. But uh, so that was my only right. That was my only negative with that was, was you know, the, the 17 falsies. But definitely yeah, got a good, we, good look. Yeah, because this match, you know, at 11-21, it went a lot longer than I thought. I mean, it was this match was as long as the three-way, which yeah. I, I didn't expect. Um, you know, it, it, that body slam that Mizuki Watase ate on the floor was the loud. It sounded like a like a car door shutting. It was so <laughs> disgusting when he bite his body slams on the floor and he just could use here. Ah, ah. I was like, oh, he hurt. Like that really hurt him. He, <laughs> like when they're not doing that. Oh God, sound there. <laughs> he sounded like. Uh, like that that Jay dude on the challenge after he got slammed when he's like, Ugh. oh yeah, oh my god, are you caught up by the way on the challenge? Yes, I I just watched the one from yesterday uh, Ooh, last night. How about that, huh? Dude, yeah, going at it. That was a, a fun surprise. Yeah, the the only thing I, that sucked was I watched it so close after it ended because I closed last night that it, uh-huh. it was in the mode where it doesn't let you fast forward yet. Yeah, you got Night of Champions there. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, no. I So, like, they have extra long commercials on the on-demand one. So, I couldn't fast forward. So, it took, like, an hour and 45 minutes to watch the episode as opposed to, like, oh, four, an hour. 40 minutes, like, normally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was... Bummer. I was, I was not expecting that. Yeah, that uh, was... That outcome. I, I, yeah, it's work. about time those people are actually trying to go in there because it's like, you dipshits are going to run out of time and then you're going to be mad about it. Yeah, I still can't believe Nelson has a f-ing red skull. <laughs> that guy's uh, that guy's not very bright. If Demtris was more conceited about himself, he would be the Nelson of the group. <laughs> he needs to get a little more jacked, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of jacked, uh, oh, Chris man. Brooks who I had to continuously tell Demetrius is amazing as he's going, this Chris Brooks sucks. I hate Chris Brooks. And then as he started watching this, he goes, man, when did Chris Brooks get good? And I was like, I told you he's good. Since progress, (laughs) bro. Since CCK, bro. Uh, Chris Brooks hits that praying mantis bomb on, uh, 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 what's his name? On, uh, Mara, uh, Yoshishimura. Uh, Takashi Morishima from Pro Wrestling Noah 20 years ago, oh. or or yes, Naomi Yoshimura. I, I hate his hair. I cannot stand his hair. He looks like What's a blonde hair. Oh, it's so <laughs> it's so bad. It's so awful. And then Daisuke Sasaki, obviously douchebaggery in, in his finest, just shoves Brooks out of the ring. I'll take that victory. What I liked about this match was everybody got shit in. This was just a. a- fast-paced match. Everyone got their stuff. Sasaki, though, he was playing defense all night, which I thought was really good. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, usually he's going for cross faces, pedigrees, elbows, what have you, but but he was just under the fence, which was, you know, in a triple threat as a champion, you kind of, you know, have to be in in some senses there. Uh, and then when he could get it in, you know, he would get in, you know, his offense, his signature, uh, you know, pedigrees or what have you there. But I, I as a three-way goes, I thought this was entertaining. I didn't realize this was shorter than the pre it's a match, so that that kind of you know I guess is good and or bad because it, it was just an exciting throughout. It was good to show the power of you know Naomi Yoshimura 
which uh, I know you said this guy used to tour uh, the Minnesota Waves, uh, you know, recently here. But this guy, you know, I, I dig him. He's he's an eerie light, if you will. Yeah, I like him. Just just wait, you know, just a couple more years where he gets more of that Japanese style, you know, where he's wrestling out there, and this guy's gonna be a big big deal for DDT. That's for sure. Yeah, you could tell he's he's been a little American or a little Americanizing, you know, done some of the Santa. Like I said, he did the CWE, the Danny Duggan's promotion up in Canada. Um, oh, this, I, I, ironically, uh, speaking of speaking of that promotion, uh, when they they had a little partnership, I think going with Noah, or, or they were taking people in because there's a CWE documentary that like the news did, and they they interview a young excursion Kaito Kiyomiya from Japan on it. <laughs> That's funny. And he's got like like dark hair and he's all like, yes. Ah, uh, yes. And he doesn't really know what to say. And it's, it's funny. I said, Dude, where'd you find of... that picture of me? <laughs> it's me when I wake up I... on Sunday. <laughs> Every time I see Naomi Yoshimura, all I can think of is Takeshi Marishima. <laughs> I'm like, oh. he looks just like him <laughs> with that hair. Oh, it drives me nuts. That was me uh, in high school. <laughs> Alex, the next match, I went four and a quarter on this. I, I loved every minute of this match. Uh, Yoshihiko defeats Kinosuke Takashiya with the reincarnation. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, this Yoshihiko storyline might Yoshihiko's trying this to destroy the all out. Yeah. All out like, versus Yoshihiko. Yeah, it's it's a blood feud now. And uh <laughs> and and then uh Akihiro comes out at the end and they're both there. Yeah. Takashita has no idea what to do with and eats the reincarnation. I I mean this match was just awesome. A I, double. I, Reincarnation, as I called it, a double Japanese destroyer. But holy moly. I love how Yoshihiko pulls the head up of Takashita before the three. Just so he can hit it's just so he can hit a ten forty Japanese destroyer into the pin for the win. Yeah, that that Dragon Rana is is more unstoppable than Dragon the Dias, if you ask me right now. And, and, Knocked out, superplexes, front superplexes to the outside. Again, is there better storytelling in America than All Out versus Yoshihiko? <laughs> and now, you know, again, with, with the other doll, or, or sorry, with uh, Akihiro then. Yeah, I mean, Alex, Yoshihiko took a top rope brain buster to the floor <laughs> and yeah. got back up. I mean... I, I was so terrified that Takashi was going to break his ankles when he jumped so high, just straight onto the floor from that high up. I'm like, oh my god, he's going to break his legs, <laughs> and just it just murders Yoshi. I mean, this was this was. Well, and then Yoshi comes out after the ref got got knocked out, just beating the crap out of Yoshihiko, which prompted you know the lights go out. But but when you know when we know. Yuino uh, speared him, folded into a pretzel by Akito. But man, when there was another, uh, when Yoshihiko's partner came in the ring, I was confused. But I remember getting up off my couch cheering, but like, oh my God, the tables have turned and the odds are now 
in Yoshihiko's favor. It was it's amazing what they're doing with the storyline. <laughs> I I love if you go to the uh, pro wrestling fandom website. It says Yoshihiko is an inflatable sex doll that wrestles for the Japanese wrestling promotion Dramatic Dream Team. <laughs> Yoshihiko is the kayfabe brother of fellow inflatable sex doll Akihiro. <laughs> I love it. I love there, it. So, uh, for a quick quick history lesson for everybody, the original Yoshihiko, there's been four incarnations. The original Yoshihiko oh. was killed during a match by Antonio Honda knee drop, which caused the head to blow open. Oh, my God. Um, the second Yoshihiko was another love doll. This one modified to resemble the great Muda. The second Yoshihiko also met an untimely demise when a giant swing delivered by Kenny Omega sent Yoshihiko flying from the ring, splitting his head open and revealing the cotton stuffing within. No. During that during that same match, the third Yoshihiko made his debut. This Yoshihiko wore clothes similar to The Undertaker during his American Badass gimmick and entered to the same music that The Undertaker had used. This version of Yoshihiko was later shot to death by Antonio Honda. Shot to death? No way. <laughs> the fourth version of Yoshihiko, styled after Hulk Hogan, has now debuted shortly thereafter. <laughs> shot to death. Yeah, by by Antonio Honda. So Antonio Honda has killed two people. <laughs> two Yoshihikos he's killed. Wait, so what did Omega do? He did a giant swing and went, uh, then let go, and Yoshihiko went flying out of the ring and hit something, and, and his head blew, exploded, and all the cotton flew out. Jesus. So was Oh yeah, that's right. The uh, the open weight title match. I forgot a couple of years ago, Yoshiko had a match with Kota Ibushi. Um, my thing is, is was Kenny Omega aligned with any uh, faction when he was in DDT, or was it just I him think, and Ibushi? I think it was just him and Ibushi. Okay, so he's not gonna have like so like you you know when when he was gonna come to Peter Pan, you know obviously, and and it's not gonna happen now. Um, do you think Omega possibly would have aligned himself with the storyline, or he would have just done something else? I think he would have faced Takashita. I think that's why they brought Yoshiko. Oh, is I really think they were going to do that. Yeah, that would have been so good. That would have been so good. That's what you got to say for the States, though, right? Uh, If you want to get that Takashita action stateside, that's what you book at, you know, not Fighter Fest, but at all all outs or something like that. Well, I think that would have worked too because you could have had Takashita win at Saitama because ultimately you're mm. trying to draw, and then you could have Takashita come in and then have Kenny get his win back. Nah, good point. Good you point. know, so I, I and I don't know if that would have been a thing, but I mean, you know, if they were going in and they were putting Kenny against their guy, and I mean, and it made sense, and that's why I always said it makes sense to me that Takashita lost that title to to Tanaka or didn't get the title win, or lost it to Harashima. Mm. And then didn't win the Grand Prix, and Tanaka did, and then lost the title, excuse me, the title match with Tanaka, is they were they were saving Takashita for Omega. It's the only <laughs> thing that would have made sense. Wait, did you know uh, Hokura Shida and Masato Tanaka teamed up to go against Kenny Omega and Asuka? <laughs> what? Like Kana Asuka, because I'm watching it yeah. on my TV right now. 
What the? Where, are you finding this off of YouTube? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm watching that after the show here. <laughs> wow. Uh, They're just of, booty of, bumping uh, each other, and it's awesome. Speaking <laughs> of Masato Tanaka in tags, man. Yeah. Masato totally. Tanaka and Harashima against Damnation, Tetsuya Endo, and Soma Takao. Awesome match. Uh, Tanaka sliding D on uh, Soma Takao gets the victory. Uh, a lot of a lot of good back and forth. Obviously, building to Endo who has the sword. Yep. Uh, so they played up on that a lot. Of, and and as they kind of tease things, Shinyeoki runs out and cashes in his gauntlet. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, I forgot about I that would, for a second. I went four on that man, Shinyeoki was stretching the shit out of Tanaka. He beat his ass, and he made one mistake, and Tanaka hits a sliding D when, when Aoki wasn't paying attention. He yes, gets the victory. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. Okay, no, 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 yes. Now I remember that match. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Like, I'm, like we're watching this, and we're like, dude, he, is he going to lose? Yaki like, had, what, 90%? Yeah, because he yeah. just had oh, yeah. so many submissions. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. And, and then, because at first I was like, wait, I thought Endo just pointed the sword. But yes, it was the cash-in. Yeah, because they were teasing it, and then here comes Aoki doing his cash-in. Yep. Like, ah, oh, bitch, I still have one. And and then he made one mistake where Aoki let him go, and Tanaka hit that rope and came back and hit him with that sliding D and finished him. Mm-hmm. It was, that was so cool. And you and Aoki was like, damn it. You know, he was bad. And, oh, man. Mm, yeah, oh, for sure. Like, here comes Masato Tanaka. Like, yeah, I'll just do two matches. I'm tight. <laughs> Don't he's mind like, me. well, he's like, this is a walk in a park comparable to uh, one ECW match with Mike Awesome. So <laughs> a lot more safer. I'm, I'm only 20, 22 years older, too. So no big deal. <laughs> um, and then this was added as like a bonus. And I don't know if you, if you check this out, but Shinya Aoki defended the extreme title uh, for the, in, in getting his first title match at it uh, against the young, our, our favorite young boy, Kaigo Nakamura. This match took place in the studio where the, the male and female uh, commentators, I don't know their names, do like the pre-show to the DDT. So they wrestled mm-hmm. in that little room. And uh, no, I did Nakamura, not see that. He he jumped off the coffee table and missed the missed his lariat and Aoki <laughs> eventually tapped Nakamura, but they were they were knocking the table into the commentators and the woman screaming and I oh, went two and a half. It was uh, he got a leg trap pin <laughs> is what I called it. But it was, it was people were still you know, in the room, huh? The yeah, TV, yeah. the commentator, the commentators. That's funny. Yep, they hyped the <laughs> they hyped the show up to take it over to go you know over to you and then they just started wrestling. Oh my god, Kigo Nakamura for life! I love it. <laughs> um, and then uh, May thirtieth, uh, last week's show. Did, you said you didn't check this one out. No, but I'm pissed that I didn't because yeah. wow, this is when shit hits the fan in the good way, in the Ryan Cook way. Uh, <laughs> let everyone could know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So, real quick, we'll go through the first four matches so we can get to that. I'll knock through these out for you. Um, this is one I 100% recommend. This is this is a uh, this is a this is one of the four star matches that that go in that special spot. Wow. Uh, 
eruption, Kazusada Higuchi, Saki Akai, and Yukio Sakaguchi defeat Chris Brooks, Yukio Naya, and Mizuki Watase. This was this was the best match in the whole show. Wow. It was that just so sounds good. amazing with that star power. And and oh man, it was really good. Sakaguchi gets a choke in um to get the victory, but this worked so well. Like, go out of your way to watch that match. It was it was incredibly good. One of the one of the best six mans of the entire year, and we've seen a lot of them this year. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. Truly, truly good. Check that one out. Uh, Antonio Honda question mark defeated Dan Shokodino. Um, there was there was a back and forth spot where they were going and they were throwing low blows, and then somehow the ref got hit with a low <laughs> blow, and then he got toe kicked, and then they shot him out the rope, and the referee broke the double clothesline and then double clothesline Honda and Dino. And then Dino low blowed the ref after that, and then he rang for the bell, and then it went, and then the match ended. <laughs> Were there a lot of uh, bell sounds too with each nut shot? No, they they kept it uh, simple. I don't remember any sound effects this time. More confusion okay. where they went from trying to hit each other to suddenly working tag spots on the ref. Was and it the a location? Back. Was it a location unknown again, or was it in the ring this time? No, this one was back at the uh, the Tokyo Joshi Pro in their the training ring. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, then we saw Perfect. all out members uh, Yuki Ino and Shun Makatsumato uh, defeated by Damnation Daisuke Sasaki and Soma Takao. Uh, Takao oh, via running elbow to drop Ino. Really, it was it was a it was random because it was they're fighting 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 and Soma Takao comes off almost like with the Tito Santana flying forearm and gets the victory. <laughs> Totally wasn't expected. Uh, Yuki Ino starts breaking into the his Hakata or whatever it's called, and Daisuke Sasaki just stands up instead of waiting and just starts gouging his eyes. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's He's funny. like, I'm not going to stand here for this. Uh, Junakiyama then takes on Hideki Okatani. Uh, that the young boy we talked about, who was a zombie, also the partner yep. two weeks ago of Mizuki Watase. Uh, Akiyama makes him tap to one of the gnarliest, grossest Boston crabs I have ever seen. Um, beats Okatani's ass and then like shakes his hand, pats him on the head, and leaves. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Uh, then we get to the bread and butter of the show, and right before we get to the two main matches, all of a sudden familiar music plays i get giddy in my chair and here comes the entire stable of congo kano uh, yoshiki itamura uh masakita mia how neo and and they're just standing there and kano is screaming on this microphone i don't know what he's saying but he is talking he's i mean he is like foaming at the mouth and then here comes sanshiro takagi puts himself over to his one two three ah! you know steam music and uh, they kind of promo back and forth, which we find out is going to lead to a six-man tag uh, night one in uh, Peter Pan where, where Congo is going to be on the show. So we get some Kano and DDT, ladies and gentlemen, and I cannot wait. <laughs> oh, I so, I wait. mean, give a little rundown of this Kano and Congo. I know you've talked about Congo for years, and I'm like, what? A Michael Crichton book, book and movie? Obviously not that, but... I mean, what what kind of similar style does Kano have to to anyone that that we the audience might know, or or is he just something entirely different and and special on his own? Uh, Kano to me reminds me a lot of a guy like Shibata, 
but without Ooh. the submissions and more of the throws, but he's going to hit you as hard as Shibata does. Okay. Nice, I mean, he, nice. Is, he is a striker. So this could be my, you know, like like I said on shows past, where I was like, wow, I, I feel bad that my only, you know, about a match, you know, at the time was his last match that I saw, you know, full match with, with Kazuchika Okada, of course. So now this guy could be like my Shibata, you know, just with a different company. Like someone Dude, I can awesome. watch now and follow. He is like, awesome, holy shit. man. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So and and right now. So it what's looks the like, gimmick? Uh, so why why the beef with with Takagi? Is it just because Noah was absorbed by DDT? Is is that one of the reasons there? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I still could, I didn't see any of the dialogue um, from the promo. Maybe I'll try to Google it right now or see if I can find something. Kano um, hates Takagi. He hates that Takagi is the president of Noah. He believes that Takagi oh, yeah. wants DDT to take over Noah, so Kano swears to protect Noah from him. Takagi oh. came out and told him they are in a DDT ring. He can complain all he wants, but if it bothers him that much, they should fight over it. As the president of Noah, Takagi orders Kano to fight him in DDT. Kano shouted that he will. DDT and Congo will face off at Wrestle Peter Pan this coming weekend. Yeah, okay, I am sold. <laughs> Simple go, storytelling, man. ladies and gentlemen. It works. It can be effective. Learn oh, it. yes. Connecticut. Um, so, it, you know, it's, it's going to be... Uh, uh, where, where the heck did the thing go? It's going to be uh, Kano, Masakitamiya, and Hao. Um, and Hao, I believe, is the former, uh, uh, he was uh, yeah, Yuki Sato. Uh, Neo is the one who was high 69, the one that was with. Uh, oh, uh, yes. Uh, Taka, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Ashida? No, not Ashida. Um, Ishimori. Uh so those three, uh, like I said, Masakita Mita, Yoshiki Inamura, Manabu Soya, and Atsushi Katoge, um, all uh, came out for that. And, oh, it was intense. I was excited, man. It was great. Um, so who's Takagi's partners then? It's not going to be uh, comedic it, wrestlers, is it? Um, it is Kazusada Higuchi. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and then Tomomitsu Matsunaga. He's... He's done some of the bigger DDT shows. He, I think he's a little bit of an older guy. He's got dark hair. He usually wears trunks. Um, oh, I he think does I a, know who he is. Yeah, he's done some of the other shows before. But uh, I think he's friends. My guess is he's friends with uh, uh, Sanchiro Takagi, and that's why he's in these, these matches. So you the mean the, DDT's going to run the invasion angle done right and let Noah get the win? Is that what you're saying, Ryan? Is that your solid, easy, 100% prediction? If they want to keep this going, then yes. If this is a one-off, then I think Takagi wins and has Higuchi get the pin. So this isn't like a WWE-type thing where they're going to be like, oh, we're still going to be dominant. We don't care about storylines. <laughs> no, this, this I think, is it's either going to be something that we're going to see more of or it was get out of our ring, stay on your side of the company, and we'll stay on our side. And then maybe yeah. they go back to it later. Um, I Would mean, you I, be I opposed? Think... Continue. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, I think I think Higuchi's going to pin How to end it, or Kano's going to pin like Sinjiro Takagi. Takagi. And then it, when they get to run their next big show, uh, you know, 
maybe Ultimate Dance Party or whatever they can hopefully run this year, if they can run anything, mm-hmm. that's when Takagi takes on Kano in like a in like a time difference battle weapon battle royal match thing. <laughs> in a clear tilt battle royal. No, I was going to say, would you be opposed to them running some? Because we know Takagi, you know, is a lot of tug-in-cheek, is influence, of course, WWE, you know, type style there. Of course, with the Austin music, vest, mannerisms, what have you. Um, but my thing is, would you be opposed to something like what WWE does, you know, for Survivor Series, where it's like brand versus brand, where maybe they did have one 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 time a year where you had cross-branding with Noah and DDT, even though, yes, one umbrella, but two different companies? Would you be opposed to that? Um, no, I'm sure I would enjoy it. I, I kind of want them to stay away from each other, but I also wouldn't be opposed to it. So I guess mm-hmm. I, I can kind of take it or leave it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, totally, totally. It's you don't want to get too oversaturated. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that they like I like that they'll bring in like Ganbar and and Basara and Tokyo Joshi Pro on their big shows and have them run a match or two, you know, for the exposure. Like I like that idea, but I I wouldn't hate it. I mean, there's so many good workers that it, it can't go bad. You know, it'll be it's not going to be mm-hmm. wrong. Um, Do you think it's too many unquote invasion angles? I mean, I don't know if it's more invasion with DDT and Noah, a la you know Wrestle One and and all Japan here. It's just essentially, you know, hey, I don't like you owning us. We're different. Let's settle in the ring. So it sounds like it could be a one-off until you know down the road there. Yeah, I mean, this match is being titled DDT versus Congo All Out Battle. So I mean, it's not even considered. <laughs> like Noah's not even considered in this. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and I think, you know, the timing of the Wrestle 1 closing, I think, just kind of factored in, too. Oh, uh, that makes sense. You know, uh, big two last matches on this show here. Uh, we saw All Out, Kenosuke Takashita, and Akito defeat Yoshihiko and Aki uh, Akihiro in tag team action. Uh, Yoshihiko and Akihiro got in the ring, and Takashita and Akito we're standing up on the stage and not getting in the ring. Uh, Yuki Ino and Shun Makatsumata then jump uh, Yoshihiko and Akihiro from behind. Uh, it turns into a game beating on the two of them. Uh, this match only went 9.35. This was, this was more all out being bullies. Uh, near the end of it, he, uh, uh, Akito takes Yoshihiko and puts him in the pretzel thing. And then ties a rope around him and then attaches the rope to the posters and moves the posters and makes uh, Yoshihiko basically tied up having to watch the, the multi-person attack on Akihiro. No. Um, and, he's, and he's sitting there, you know, and he's talking just mad shit, laughing at him. And then he points, he goes, watch this. And then via rest stoppage, Kanosuke Takashita rips Akihiro's arm off. Uh, ref calls for the bell. No, you know, wait, they, wait, they had the match. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Is he? <laughs> and then and then Takashita holds the limb in the air, laughs, and then Yoshihiko is just stuck dangling from the posters as as Akito just leaves as the four wow. all head to the back. What so, a dick! Yeah, he ripped Akihiro's <laughs> arm off. Oh my God, that's intense. Yeah. That's intense. We watched it. We're like, holy shit, he just ripped the doll's arm off. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Oh my God, that's too I funny. Mean, then, 
in our main event, this was obviously my second favorite match of the night, but fortunately there was one six man that was just a little bit better. Damn uh, we saw hearts. Damn hearts did see Endo Tiok and El Lindemann take on disaster block members Hadashima, Naomi Oshimura, and Yuki Ueno. Um, Endo with a shooting star press on Yuki, Yuki Ueno. Great back and forth. Lindemann is as nuts as normal. Oh, it was so much fun. Um, and with that being said, after the match, and, and now earlier in the night, um, Disaster Box had been goading uh, Damn Hearts into putting the six-man tag titles on the line. They're like, they kept doing it, kept calling them punks. Finally, they gave in, put the titles on the line, get the victory. Said, all right, well, now why don't you guys show up? And they, as uh, T-Hawk and Lindemann challenged Yoshimura and Ueno for the tag titles at Peter oh, Pan. Geez. Okay, I'm down for so, that. Um, and then there was a spot too where Mao was repeatedly trying to cash in his uh, his gauntlet, just like Shinyaoki did. But uh, yep. Masato Tanaka was not there, so he was not able to cash it in. So he was pissed. <laughs> um, instead, he gets a match made um, that they would announce the participants later. But he will be tagging with Asuka, uh, who he had that awesome really? match with. Nice. So he had that good stuff with that. So they they get that lined up, and then uh, Sego Tachibana, who worked the All Japan like a post match show on the twenty third against Yoshitatsu, uh, shows up at this show. And Sego Tachibana is a weird dude. He wears like a long purple trench coat. And he, he, da, 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 he talks like that. He's really <laughs> awkward. And him and and he's he's in the back and he's talking to that announcer guy and he's like, you know what the hell? Why don't I get booked? Nobuhiro Shimatami makes his return from damnation and he's pissed off that he's not getting booked. So then he starts talking like Tachibana and the two of them, you know, start butting foreheads and they're screaming at each other. And then they just leave together with their heads <laughs> attached and the commentator just shrugs his shoulders, uh, not oh, knowing geez. what to do, which leads us to Peter Pan. Uh, this will be on Saturday and Sunday. Both will be on uh, the Wrestle Universe website. Night one will be exclusively on it. Night two will also be on uh, on their TV network. I can't remember what TV network they run on. I apologize for that. But here you go, Alex. How dare there is not our... no Japanese TV networks, God. I think it's. A, I think they're on a Bima, a Bima, t- a Bima TV. Because Geora does Dragon Gate, so mm. I think, yeah, I think they're on a Bima, but. So, Peter Pan, day one, our opening contest. Eight matches on each show, too, so this will be fun. We get Soma Takao and Mad Pauly taking on Hideki, Okatani, and Kago Nakamura. So, the young Ooh. boys get on the show. Uh, then we get uh, Harazuke and Kaisuke Ishii taking on Hiroshi Yamato and Sayori Ano, who we've become yes. of stuff. Perfect. She That's one of the, the masks. Uh, Ishii, uh, Ishii and Haru, uh, Harukaze coming in from Bazara, I believe, or Ganbar, one of the two. They might be Ganbar. Uh, then we get the Yoshihiro Sakai President-CEO inauguration match in Nagata. Super Saga Sadango Machine taking on Pokotan. Pokotan, I love it. <laughs> then we get, going off of the promo I just told you about, singles match between wrestlers who want to participate in DDT regularly. Nobuhiro Shimatami <laughs> taking on Sego Tachibana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny! Oh, Uncle June making an appearance. Yes, Judaki Yama and Mizuki Watase are going to tag against Akito and Yuki Ino. Uh, six, or, uh, 
three-way for the Universal titles. We saw Sami Kodaka showed up, challenged Sasaki. Shinma Katsumata was pissed that he wanted it, which gives us Daisuke Sasaki, Sami Kodaka, and Shinma Katsumata in a three-way hardcore match for the Universal. How many then tubes we get... are we going to see? Ooh, zero. No light tubes. <laughs> they don't do that. No They're not tubes. about blood and guts. Uh, DDP versus Kago all out battle. Uh, we get Senshiro Takagi, Kazusada Haguchi, and Tomomitsu Matsunaga against Kano, Masakita Mia, and Hao. And then in the Tokyo 2020 last man standing, our main event, Kanosuke Takashita and Yoshihiko. Ooh, the, I mean, this is the subtle, settle it all. I love it. I love mm-hmm. how the last man standing match. Yoshihiko, oh my god, Kanosuke Takashita. That's a hell of a main event. Will all out become all dead? Oh, I don't know. Peter Pan, day one. <laughs> then in night two, uh, the Super Sasadango Machine Remote Produce Match, Toru Owashi against Antonio Honda. The Tokyo <laughs> Joshi Pro six-woman tag match. We get Yuka Sakazaki, Miyu Yamashita, and Shoko Nakajima, which is incredible that we get Miyu and the Miraclans against Rika Tatsumi, Nadoki Tenma, and Yuki Aino. That's going to rock. I am all in for that match. Holy shit. <laughs> then we get Yukio Sakaguchi and Saki Akai of Eruption taking on Maki Ito and Chris Brooks. Oh, the fingers in the air. That's going to rock. Awesome. Um, and then a DDT Extreme title celebration release restriction rules match. I don't know what the what? hell this is going to entitle. Uh, Shinji Aoki defending against Yukio Naya. Ooh. Um, and then, as we saw at the end of the Honda Dino match, Makoto Oishi made his return, Mr. Blue Hair himself, as he challenged Dino for the Iron Man Heavy Metalweight title. Does he have a chance? Uh, yeah, he always has a chance. That dude, I think that dude's got like 32 title reigns as this champion. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mao and Asuka, who were put together as a team, are taking on Harashima and Naomichi Marafuji. Whoa, which Marafuji? we gonna get hopefully worker because it's a tag so he, he can be a little he, he can do a little more uh kod tag titles semi-main event yuki ueno and naomi oshimura against tiok and Lindeman, and our main That's event awesome. Tanaka defending against tetsuya endo those last two i mean huge implications for uh for damn there yeah i mean they're looking to take all the uh all the tag belts and then hell could win you know the open weight title with uh with Tetsuya Endo and then of course if uh, Sasaki retains that triple threat there this this is gonna be a good good two nights here I mean generally Peter Pan about fourteen fifteen matches like anyways because that was always like a seven and a half hour show so at least mm-hmm. this will be uh you know hopefully a nice nice breeze there. so fun fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. This will be good. This is going to be a great, great, great little show. So, uh, Peter Pan, two nights. I can't wait. All Japan. Uh, got got Dragon Gate coming up. Uh, we also have uh, a WWE pay-per-view this weekend, I believe, Alex. Do we? Do we? Or is it an NXT pay-per-view? Oh, yeah. Excuse me. NXT. So, don't forget to follow us uh, wherever you pod your cast, subscribe, and review Strong Style Media and or cast. Radio, uh, but com forward slash strong media. Um, again, also search strong media and/or wrestlecast radio wherever you pod your cast. Um, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash wrestlecast and give us some love over on Twitter at wrestlecast underscore SSM 
or just give us a like on Facebook, comments, review, blah, 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 WrestleCast Radio. It feels weird just giving plugs with the time like this in a world. But, hey, it's what we got to do since we're going off for the person that's listening live. Thank you very much. Um, and so, as you've said, there's going to be a, a NXT gimmick, huh? Yeah. So, so they're, they're in your house, it's coming back, right? That's the mm-hmm. thing. What is NXT given all the uh, the random, you know, events from our childhood? War games in your house, Theo Shirai. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I. I Ah, uh, I don't know. It's weird. Like, like how do you have Champa lose? You you haven't come back from from this you know, career threatening injury. Daddy's gonna lose to, to King Cross. I I like I I I don't know what to think of this because I I'm always like yeah NXT everything's great NXT pay per views and I'm just like don't know I I just I can't get, I'm just not getting I can't get hyped and I don't know like. Finn Balor, Damian Priest. That should be okay. What? Really? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a punishment Martinez fan, so I, I can give two shits. All right. Uh, Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox taking on Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. That could be fun, depending I on which Gonzalez stand. we get. And Reina, I can't stand. Raquel. <laughs> I, I just I can't stand this new Candice LeRae. She can't play a heel, man. The cake oh. makeup just does it for me. Like it doesn't do it for me. Like it's just it it's so off putting because of the the camera and the coloring aspect and the shading. It's just a little too much. It's well, like Randy right. Rhodes doing that Nightmare Collective, whatever the hell that Ooh. bullshit was called. But yep. it's essentially the same exact gimmick from the from the makeup to the hairstyle to the way they talk and the way they. They zoom in with the it, it seems all all the same ish. And she's like, "I made him dinner." Okay. The hell yeah. does that have to do with that? It, did you see the 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 Mia Yim Keith Lee offshoot ripping on them where they like put a flashlight to their faces and were cutting a promo? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> don't did, did, just don't don't forget I even brought it up because I don't. So want don't to watch this match. I don't know. I mean, it could be good. Look, I, 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 they had something golden going with Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, and now exactly. it's just kind of started going off the hinges. Uh, Keith Lee and Johnny women. Gargano. Does Keith Lee beat Gargano? Uh, yes. Again, they booked themselves in a weird corner. They're trying to push Gargano as this new heel, um, and and you know he's going to lose with this. Why is he getting the title shot already? That's my yeah, respect. I, I uh, why wouldn't you do a tag match with Lee and Yim take Gargano and Lorraine? And then that title match. If, if the tag match, if Garg- if the heels win, then that's how he gets his title match at the next show. I'll say this. When I was watching NXT two weeks ago, I was like, oh, they're going to do a mixed tag match. And then I find out there's a six-man tag women with Lorraine and Mia Yim. And I said, oh. So they attached Shotzi Blackheart getting screwed by Dakota Kai against Raquel Gonzalez and then had Tegan Knox come make the save so they had four other people to put in this match to shoehorn it into a six man. Okay, I got it. <laughs> like it's just it's lazy booking. 
Yes, I was about to say, this is not the NXT of our youth, that's for sure. Uh, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, as we stated, a last chance backlot brawl. Didn't know that was a thing, Uh, but if Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for the title. Uh, While Cole is still champion, so there's a weird loophole, and uh, so that means Velveteen Dream does not win, correct? Yeah, and then Cole goes on to longer chance. I think they're going to keep this title on Cole as long as they possibly can. So then that way, if he is officially leaving, they can have him get buried and hope it hurts him when he leaves the company. But it won't. No, won't. no. Uh, Ciampa, carrying Cross, oh, you kind of mentioned that. Daddy's home. Uh, carrying Cross's entrance is so ridiculous. How, how do you book this match? Just uh, distraction for the win? No, he needs to beat him clean. If you're, think of this. Think of it this way. Karrion Cross has one of the most elaborate entrances I've ever seen with Scarlett Bordeaux coming out and she's lip syncing this music and there's smoke everywhere. What, is, what do you do with Karrion Cross if he loses the Ciampa? How do you have him come out the next week after losing to that with that entrance? Uh, you don't. <laughs> so, I, and obviously they're doing something with him, so he's he's gonna win. <laughs> Tell that to Mike Bennett and uh, Canella. So I guess. Is the greatest, greatest. I kind of had a uh, overproduced uh, entrance there that involved some bad thinking at times from from both of them, and look where it got them—a <laughs> contract and only uh, in order to get let go. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the women's three-way? Does Charlotte retain? I see. I mean, it depends on what they want to do with Charlotte. Has she been getting eyes on NXT? I would say no. I mean, NXT no. really hasn't moved. I mean, they moved for viewers over the last couple of weeks more so than they had the previous month, but it's not what we're expecting because they got to realize Charlotte Flair is a, a damn good worker in the ring. I'd say 70% of the time, depending on who she's in there with, as we discussed over the years on the show. But the thing is, as a character and on the mic, she's just not very good yet. No. I mean, it's kind of hard when your dad is the nature boy Rick Flair. So that, that sucks, A, to begin with. So with these, Ripley, you know, she's okay on the mic. She had the crowd behind her, but I thought lost steam after she lost, you know, to, to Flair at Mania there, where it just Remember Rhea Ripley now? You know, the biggest thing in the last four months prior? Well, we're going to make her lose. <laughs> Io Shirai, you know, coming off the injury, coming off a great turn, you know, against uh, one Candice LeRae and, and having some awesome matches from, you know, the fall until she got, you know, hurt, uh, what was a little before Mania after the Rumble, if you will, or after over or before TakeOver Portland. But uh, I, it depends on what they want to do. But I, I think you take the title off Charlotte. Because I don't think it's doing anything for NXT. You move her back up, and and I think you give the title to Shirai. I, I would love it, and you know, you know, and I a good honor up. for Hanakamura. I think that would be a good tribute, you know, as well as as we kind of see a lot of wrestlers, including Sasha Banks, and of course uh, Kyrie Sane in the last uh, week or so. Oh yeah, they, they, Nia Jax sure took care of that tribute. Oof. So somebody said somebody in the, there was somebody that reported to. 
Sean Ross Sapp of one of the, the wrestling companies, but he's one of the more credible guys that he, that somebody said to him that's in, I think in the company, somebody needs to fire her before she effing cripples somebody. Ooh. Like she is so bad and she's just careless. And, oh God. Was it pro- her fault? A lot of people trying to def- deflect it off her what happened this past Monday. I didn't see it. People said oh, it was her fault. Where it was. Oh, it was her yeah, fault. So, so the first week after the tapings, people said, "Oh, you know, we think she might have tripped." But when you watch it on on Raw, oh God, yeah, she just grabs her and just throws her like like a like a basketball in, in face first into the ring steps. Jesus, like it was like you couldn't even protect it. Oh, it was terrible. It's so bad. And but so no, are but, we like, bad? Are, are we quote unquote trolls if we say Nia Jax is dangerous in the ring because no, she is doing this or that, even though these are facts? Even though people are saying, "Oh, we're we're not we're just as bad as everyone else" by saying she's not good, she's hurting people. When in fact, that seems to be the case for multiple wrestlers. They, they banned the buckle bomb now. Yeah, and it's well, they should have after Seth Rollins, you know, ending Sting's career, but. That's a whole Sting. different story. Ah, ah. Alex is like secretly cheering. Yes, I don't want to see this old ass bastard anymore. <laughs> no, but <laughs> my my point with the Charlotte Flair thing is the reason she doesn't draw any eyes to NXT is because she's on Raw and SmackDown every week. Also, she's True. on every show. So why should I go to NXT to watch her? You, you know why NXT got, had a decent rating last week is because they had the best match of the year that pit fight. Oh, yes. That was awesome. Timothy Thatcher gets his teeth knocked out. He's bleeding all over. They they work just enough, and then it's back to a fight. And then he just, in the, in the words of a few people, he just chokes his ass out and sends, kicks him out of the territory. Chokes Riddle's <laughs> ass out and sends him to SmackDown. Like, hell yeah, that's how you make Tim Thatcher look like a freaking badass. You mean they're not going to sell a shirt with? Uh, Thatcher's teeth knocked out, a la Cesaro. They better not, man. I swear. And then Barry Thatcher. I'm sorry, but if you want to give Bailey even more heat on her, you get Thatcher aligned with her somehow, and you have them just be like ramsacking Sacramento style and just beat the shit out of everybody on their roster. Like, that could be her muscle, dude. Like, that would be awesome. Did you watch that pit fight? Not yet, no. That that is on my, my queue. Yeah, check that out. Um, don't watch SmackDown because okay. Bailey's promo she cuts uh, with Sasha Banks when she's like, she's the best, the boss, the goat, the one. Duh. I'm like, oh my god, shut your mouth. <laughs> she's she is so she's annoying. So you're saying out of all the shows we have this uh, this weekend, which. Uh... We have the the semis of the King of Gates. We have also two nights of Peter Pan. We have, of course, All Japan TV, I believe, number six, um, if not number five. And then uh, we have NXT. So you're saying this should be on the uh, the lowest totem pole. I mean, look, when it all when it's all said and done, we always NXT always ends up being better than we think it's going to be. But it's just, man, this company is making it real hard to actually give a damn. Yeah. I mean, like I said last show a few weeks ago, I 
I am 95% like am over. I literally just to go check my DVR for Raw and I was like, oh, I deleted it because I that was one thing. I didn't delete all 10 last dances, Ryan, or any of the dark side of the rings, even though I've watched those multiple times. And I was like, Raw, yeah, that's expendable. <laughs> so true. I just, uh, I just, I, I just can't. Uh, I try to watch it just for the sake of knowing what's going on, so at least I can talk about it if need be. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. What the dirt sheets are for? That's what YouTube is for. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, here's your takeover preview. But uh, before we go, all elite wrestling had double or nothing. Um, in in Daly's place, or the hell it's called, and then of course where the Jaguars play, where uh, it's called uh, Overrated Field, or or something like that, or Can't Live Up to Expectations Field, something along those lines there. But uh, not, I mean, I remember we were texting back and forth watching it live. We weren't as impressed comparable to what a lot of people uh, online were. I think a lot of people were giving it, you know, 90s, you know, this and that. Uh, you know, I, I thought the main event was a was I mean the stadium stampede match, I know you had your issues. I thought the championship match with Moxley and Mr. Brody Lee was was pretty damn good hard hitting brawl because you know that's what we expected a Moxley match now. Not a wrestling match anymore, guys. He is a all out brawler is his gimmick. Uh Kurashida, you know, winning the uh AEW women's championship in a no DQ match uh against Nyla Rose there. Uh a star not really a star, but just essentially a spotlight match, if you will, to MJ and Jungle Boy, I thought was really good. Could have probably been shaved a few minutes, uh, but a good, you know, back and forth uh, with these up, uh, young up-and-comers. Casino ladder match for a future world title shot. Uh, you know, of course, we had Debbie Allen, Cole Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Joey Janela uh, filling in for uh, Ray Phoenix, uh, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, and Luchasaurus, and oh yeah, uh, I believe Ryan uh, called it uh, the last show here. Brian Cage, the machine, making his All Elite Wrestling second debut uh, since he was kind of an all-in at that Battle Royal there. But uh, <laughs> the big thing was, uh, you know, kind of his coach, if you will, that he came out with, the submission a suplex machine there. Taz himself, not with two, only one Z, y'all, uh, bringing up Brian Cage here. Some, uh, I mean, this was a car crash where everybody got their shit in for sure. There was a nice spot where Brian Cage was pretty much dismantled and covered with ladders and chairs and some other props, I'm sure, if I remember correctly. And then him getting up from underneath the pile to eventually win the match there. Um, Cody, of course, winning the inaugural WTNT Championship, taking out the Murder Hawk. Apparently can't murder everyone, <laughs> which I thought was a big, big uh, disappointment there with uh, Lance Archer taking the ball in that match. People were clamoring online and, and giving Cody some shit for that because I believe the wrong man won that match here. But uh, Stadium Stampede, I will say this before I let you take over here, Brian. Uh, very inventive, fun stuff. I like the instant replay spot. I know you, that kind of took you out of it, but it was tongue-in-cheek. It was fun. But I'd say the best couple of parts, of course, uh, Hangman Page coming out on a horse than chasing Sammy Guevara on the football field. Uh, Sammy Guevara 
are then running everywhere, which way loose, of course, getting chased by Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. Yet again, via golf cart, that's a lot of fun. Jimmy Guevara taking one wing angel from the uh, at, uh, the 50 line, kind of. Uh, anyway, it was a long-ass, far-high-ass one wing angel by Kenny Omega to essentially give the elite the win. But damn it, Ryan, the, the thing for me was that five, six, seven-minute part in the bar with Jake Hager, Hangman <laughs> Adam Page, and Kenny Omega. Some John Wick-style shit right there, man. To me, that was the best part of the whole evening was that stuff there. Just a you know a, a saloon brawl with some uh, with some crazy Kenny Omega kicks and and seeing some tag team action there. Uh, but Sammy Guevara, of course, was the MVP as he acknowledged on Twitter at Russellcast underscore SSM, giving us some love <laughs> as we give him some love as well. But uh, I thought that that right there saved it all. Jericho, of course, getting some crazy stuff uh, done. The one hundred yard. Uh, what you would call it, uh, suplexes by Matt Jackson. It was uh, it was an all-out uh, batshit craziness. Hell, we even had the pool of reincarnation, which a lot of people, you know, were were giving them shit for, um, or at least giving a Rebby Rebby Hardy some shit for on on the internet there. Um, but Hardy and the Elite get the victory overall. You know, a, a good show. Not, you know, it wasn't one where I would go back like some of the all, other All Elite shows. Um, but definitely the, the last two matches, along with MJF and Jungle Boy, were, were ones to watch, for sure. I, so, you know, I got my match ratings on. I went three and a half on the, the, the stadium match because I thought it was it – didn't, it didn't feel 100% cinematic to me as some of the other things. And mm-hmm. it might have been just because they did have a little wrestling in the ring at first. Uh I don't know. It, you know, it wasn't. It's weird because, like, I feel off put with how much I trash like Money in the Bank, and this was mm-hmm. in a way the same kind of thing. But I just, oh yeah, I don't know if it's because I just i I naturally tend to just go against WWE at this point, so I don't even give it an opportunity. Um, I I I thought the the Hangman Page thing was good, like you said. I thought the bar was was fun. The, the things that got me was yes the the replay I just I didn't need that I didn't need the um the cha- the challenge when he kicked out I I understand why they did it um, <laughs> I didn't even hate the you know putting the 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 white line over like Jericho I didn't even hate that uh, but yeah the Matt Hardy stuff when he started changing characters and getting dipped in out of water I was like okay I'm gonna play my phone game for a few minutes until they're done with these guys yeah because i'm like oh okay now ortiz can't hear anything so he's screaming because of the bell and you know it's it's fine but it's just it's not for me but i understand people like it a lot of people really liked it so cool it's that you know it is what it is i mean on on grapple it's it's got a 4.41 rating out of 503 view votes so i mean people loved it so, what would you watch? Uh, what would you repeat again? The Stadium Stampede or the Money in the Bank match? What would you watch again? Or what would you recommend to someone to watch? Stadium Stampede. Okay. Just because the the action the money was the, more fluid. Yeah, and the Money in the Bank just had shit that didn't make sense. Like there was somebody showed up as Doink, but it wasn't even Doink, and he's just laughing. It was like okay. 
And like the brother love Clinton, spot to me is like your your uh, instant replay. To me, that just threw me off because the tan spot was just so bad. Yeah, like why why is he taking a piss and then and he's Ray's just like, oh yeah, he's taking a shit and Ray's like, all right, I have to go now. I'm in a wrestling match and then he leaves. I'm like, what the hell was the point of that? Yeah. So like those those are little things that took me out of that. This match wasn't as bad as that, um, but there were still things I didn't get into. But you know, I look over the the, the pre show match. I went two and a quarter. You know, private party do a lot of fun things, but they're so green still that they just they need more seasoning. And you know, hopefully now that they're in Jacksonville and they're they can start getting getting on more of the shows and you know keep keep getting work because they're going to be good like they're going to be I think mm-hmm. really good tank yeah they're, they're twenty and twenty two yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean exactly so the sky's the no limit rush yeah, yeah no rush on those guys and plus um, maybe Tremperetta sat him down because you could see on his face throughout the match like dude dude you know like get your shit straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brennan's like you're killing me here, man. Like, and here's my other problem: is by the end of, by the end of the third or fourth, no, by the end of, uh, I don't remember which match, but like, like eighty percent of the people in like out of like the first ten people all did tornado DDTs and they all effed them up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, stop doing tornado DDTs, people. Like, or stop looking to catch your appointment, uh, your opponent when he's jumping out of the ring or onto you or this or that. Yeah. That is one so, I mean, spot I'm getting tired of. Like nine people like, oh, I'm waiting for someone to hit me. Yeah, here we go. We can just watch the, the like the collegiate we're still gonna competition. It. Yeah. We're not going to catch anybody. So do, I you think the, do you think the, uh, the irony is there that, that Cody is essentially booking himself as Paul Levesque? Does he not I, realize what he's doing? Because that's essentially... He's Triple H'ing himself, whether he likes to admit it or not. Or do you think that's a part of the plan? I think I I think part of the reason he's champion is is I think it's Tony Khan too, because he's he's the biggest babyface in that company. Now with no crowd, man, he he seems lame as hell, man. Without that crowd, that theme song is not as imperable. Mm. It's, it's not as impactful. It, it was just, it was, it fell on deaf ears. And then for him to win, to beat the murder hawk, Lance Archer, everybody dies. Mm. I'm sorry, man. I, that that just did not sit right with me. Then for him to go all blood yet again against uh, Jungle Jack Perry. Like, come on. I yeah I didn't I didn't yeah I I still gotta watch this week AEW but I, I heard some stuff but I'll say this last week that promo he cut about being a fighting champion was a great promo mm-hmm. that was a really good promo and well, that's the uh, one thing mm-hmm. you know he's he's got that over the other guys in that company like well, nobody he's got can cut him. he's he's got that anger of being held back for ten plus years no yeah. I but mean it that whole seems I, like. Fighting champion. See, the thing is, I think the whole point with this too is is his segments draw ratings, and with his segments drawing ratings, if this is a title that's going to be defended on TV, now you have your one of your biggest draws as your TV champ, not your world champ. But without that reaction, it's not the same. It's like watching The Big Bang Theory without a track or without an audience. <laughs> but it's I mean, just I mean, there. It's, it's like the 
three matches that we used to bitch about two years ago after you left the E. They're long yep. and they're strenuous and you're like, good God already. Like you should be, you know, he should be the one trying to to figure out how to win. Not, oh, I'm going to get the crossroads and, and get the win. Yeah, and I and I agree with that, like, like wholeheartedly. Like, I'm going to kick out his archer's finisher right away. <laughs> well, that, see, I didn't hate that because that was the first thing of the match. Like, he's 100% fresh. Like, he, like it's not going to finish him right away. But I, I do, I don't know, I do kind of agree that I think Archer, I, I, I see it in both sides. Like, I'm, I'm not favoring one over the other, I guess. Because I don't think it hurts Archer for any reason because he looked so strong in that match mm-hmm. that he just got caught and he lost. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you can, if anything, the thing that was wild to me was Mike Tyson yawning on camera. <laughs> oh yeah, Mike Tyson. Let's talk about the yawns. Let's talk about the onslaughts a few days later on AEW Dynamite. I love how Jericho is bringing back history 10 years ago from <laughs> when he got knocked out there. 10 years ago on a Monday, Mike. <laughs> yeah. That was, I like you know, the continuity. I like that the yeah. grudge there. The the whole I mean they got their eyes they got they got eyes on them like they wanted I mean it was one of the headlines on ESPN and I thought the end part where Tyson and Jericho were yelling at each other I thought was really good I thought the, the other yeah. stuff was a little yeah. iffy. Uh What about well, the guy about, with the uh, face paint? Oh, that's uh, the guy who run, Dan Lambert, the guy who's like one of the, the the guy who runs America Top Team. He was that wacky when he was in uh, Impact too. When they were doing this kind of a thing in Impact, that was a wrestler. <laughs> no, he was a manager. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't realize it was Rashad Evans because I didn't know it was 2007. Yeah, I didn't know. I was like, "Who's the guy with dreadlocks?" I was like, "Holy shit, Rashad Evans has dreadlocks." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "He looks kind of cool though." And then Vitor Belfort was there, and then you know, huge, yeah. huge slam dunk having Henry Cejudo, who you know, the only you know, successful defender of, of two titles at the same time in two weight classes in UFC retires oh, wow. like a week before this from the UFC at that UFC 249 return pay-per-view. Um, and then shows up on there. But my only issue is there's a video of him on Twitter where he's like holding the phone up and he's like showing them all like in the back after the segment, like laughing and talking about it. Oh, yeah, and then he does yeah. like a throat cut. I'm like, dude, way to just kill that segment. Yeah, well, he's going to get in Velasquez, so it doesn't matter. He's going to be released by AEW uh, within a few months. Hey, <laughs> um, bro. You know, ladder match, I went two and a half. Jungle Boy MGF, I went three and a half. I thought that was pretty good, actually. Uh, Cody Lance Archer, I went three. Four Statlander wasn't bad for kind of uh, a throwing match. Yeah. You know, uh, Rose and Spears, I went one star. Uh, Rose Cheetah went three and a half. Moxley and Brody Leo went three and three quarters. That was my highest rated of the night. Was that the right finish to do? Kind of, you know, where he just passed out and the right calls it? Yeah, I'm fine with that because I don't think it hurts Brody Lee at all. Agreed. Agreed. Only and way it, you it, really could do that match as we, you know, had our, you know, kind of questions going in. And, and you know, kind of like I, I think I said this last week is, you know, if you're going to do it for the angle's sake, do it right now because there's no fans. Mm-hmm. So oh, true, get away true. with it, you know. Get away with it now, Lee. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, I mean that was that was two weeks worth of wrestling. Or nothing on one of your uh, top shows of the year, or is it kind no. of on the outside looking in? On the outside looking in. Revolution better. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Revolution had probably the second or third greatest tag match I've ever seen in my entire life. Whoa, better than the, uh, <laughs> never mind, I'm not going to say that. Uh, so, yeah, watch. Better than Cesaro and Sheamus versus Braun and Nicholas. Mm, I don't know about that. I I said second or third. I didn't say first. <laughs> do we uh, do we get Tyson Jericho at All Out? Especially if we can get fans in the arenas? Maybe you don't do it on fight. Do you do? I think you, maybe you do it on Fighter Fest on TNT. One of nights. Are you tired of everyone doing two nights now? Thanks to New Japan. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least to be fair, this isn't their big pay per view splitting into two nights. This is we're just going to give it to you free, but it's a it's longer than an hour and a half show. So, so what titles are going to change hands? That's the thing. You got to have a title change in a pay per view, especially if it's stretched or stretched for two shows. I think Best Friends is 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 the answer. They win. Wow, wow, that'd be interesting. Because I still think Kenny should turn on Adam Page. Why would he turn on the elite? Because because you never would see it coming. And they already teased Adam Page turning at Revolution. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't see Omega as a heel at all. Oh, he's being great a jerk. cleaner. Oh, my God. Watch his old shit as the cleaner in the junior division. And even up until... Kind of yeah, I'm talking to you, you old fucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was good doing that stuff. He'd come out with a broom, sweeping everyone up. <laughs> Oh, the Sandman. All right, Peter. <laughs> so, we got, yeah, I mean, we got Peter Pan this weekend, NXT, another All Japan, and Dragon Gate, man, a lot more to do. So, we will be here early, early and often. Uh, we're, we're hopefully shooting for, maybe we'll, maybe we'll split all these shows into a two night WrestleCast radio as we get back on track. Hopefully, the world will get back on track and be kind. And- Love uh, love each other once again, but uh, should be a, a great fun, especially for you Puro fans. Uh, also, for all your westernized wrestling fans out there, or Puro fans, if you have any uh, westernized wrestling fans like I was, to Ryan, uh, just always ask him, do you even Puro, bro? And then maybe get a shirt, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. So uh, check it out. We have over seven different options. Pro Wrestling Summit being one of the newest ones, of course. That you can watch every Friday night, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can watch the uh, the the on-demand also of Pro Wrestling Summit on there as well. Don't forget YouTube, WrestleCast Radio, and uh, you can watch some wonderful Pro Wrestling Summit. What do you got going on on the show tomorrow night, sir? Uh, tomorrow is our second Super Show. We have uh, all five titles on the line. This is uh, Walter's First defense against Kazuchika Okada. Yeah. Uh, we have the Young Bucks defending the tag titles against the other two members of Strong BJ, Yuji Okabayashi and Daisuke Sakamoto. Sakamoto. How is that going to uh, work? Oh, well, I don't know. So <laughs> last, last week it was uh, Young Bucks and Okada against Okabayashi, Sakamoto, and Walter. And uh, uh, 
on that one for sure. <laughs> um, that's coming after the two weeks in a row before that strong BJ destroying the strong hearts. Um, like, I mean, it was like a six man elimination and they all damn survived. Isaiah was crying somewhere. Yeah, it was it was down to all three versus Lindemann and Walter and Okabayashi kept double power bombing them, uh, kept double power bombing Lindemann until uh, Sakamoto finally just pinned them. <laughs> pretty disgusting. <laughs> um, we have Kento Miyahara and Daniel Bryan. Kano uh, taking on Ata. Ah, okay. Uh, for the junior title, the new champion, Yusuke Okada, who defeated KZ for the title last week, defends it against the returning from injury kickboy Kaito Ishida. Nice. Um, we have Jiro Eichmann, Kuroshio, and Naoya Nomura of Jin taking on the violent giants. Oh. Uh, Technically, have... Yurio uh, could uh, be the replacement J for Jin. That's exactly he was the mystery J and Jin. Uh, ah. So it's it's uh, Jiro Iwamoto, uh, Koji Iwamoto, and Naoya Nomura. So <laughs> I love it. That one. Uh, six man tag action team: Dragon Gate, Naruki Doi, Ben K, and uh, why am I blanking on the oh and KZ taking on Grills of Destiny, uh, Tamatanga Tangaloa, and oh it's just excuse me tag match on uh, Doi and Ben K against Grills of Destiny. That uh, six should man. be fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's going to be good. Uh, junior tag titles: uh, Rattels, Daisuke Hirata, and uh, Tadasuke defending against the Undisputed Era. Uh, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, and then in a Hoss fight, uh, Katsuya Kitamura taking on Big <laughs> Arch Shimizu. <laughs> That's a Haas fight, huh? Keep tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's in, in the North Village, as he calls himself on YouTube. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, guys. Take that, Okada. And then in our, our opening contest, the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Ka, Roderick Strong, and Carl Anderson defend the six-man tag titles against T-Hawk, Shima, and L. Lindemann, the Stronghearts. So we have a hell of a good show, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio. It's going to be a banger. Can I wait? Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you, everybody, for checking in WrestleCast Radio uh, this early morning here on, well, now it's June 5th uh, in America. Um, <laughs> thank you uh, to the one guy listening, or gal, hopefully a lady, for Ryan's sake. So, uh, yeah. check us out next week. Hopefully, we will be back. Hopefully, SportsCast Radio will be back as well. Again, be kind. Love each other. Uh, Ryan, what else do you got for the wonderful audience out there? Go Lakers, baby. We're taking the chip. <laughs> uh, well, doesn't it suck that the Timberwolves uh, didn't play to their potential and could have been in this walk-in playoff? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, especially since 13 of the 15 West teams were in are in it because yeah. of mathematically and then there's Golden State who has every player with a torn ACL and then the Timberwolves <laughs> like so we're not even going to make the playoffs again to add we're not going to get no. the graphic <laughs> how did how, how, yeah it doesn't make sense to me Timberwolves they're, they're, you, gotta, you gotta end that franchise go back to they're that. not even good at sucking <laughs> Like they 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 win games they should not be winning. It's like just, no, just keep sucking. You have to get more talent. 
Dude, they have talent. They've had talent over the last 15 years and done nothing with it. Well, they had Jimmy Buckets. He got into the playoffs, then they traded him because they're a bunch of crybabies. Yeah, because he beat them all on pra- in practice. Yeah, with a bunch of third third stringers. Thanks, reporters, for leaking that out, because otherwise you would still have Jimmy Butler. I feel like Wiggins and Towns ran off the court like Red and Friday doing the, my grandma gave me that chain. <laughs> and then Thibodeau walking over to Butler going, you know he's going to cry, right? <laughs> totally. That's totally a Tibbs move. Oh, my gosh. R.I.P. Derek Rose's career. Jeez. Yeah. I blame you, Tom Thibodeau. I blame you. You piece of shit. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, too much. That's awesome. Wrestle cancer. And that's why we can't end the oh. show. But uh... no, That's fine. We'll keep going on at this point. Whatever. So baseball, huh? Yeah, and 14 games. I think that's right. I think that's they're, the they're, right thing to do. They they need to figure this out because if this if they go to another lockout, or not a lockout, but if they don't bring the season back, it's going to have the same ramifications as the 95 lockout. People are going to be mad that baseball doesn't come back because they're bitching over money. <sighs> yeah. But you know who wins in all of this? The Houston Astros. Those sons of – yeah, because they're not going to get – Beamed all the time. Yeah, and guess what else? Because no one's talking about the Houston Astros. <laughs> oh, in the back of my head, in the back of my head, I'm still going, man. Opening only day, Dodgers, Dodgers fans, Astros, sure. and I, I hope Walker <laughs> Bueller throws an 85 mile an hour sinker into the hip of Jose Altuve. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe one day we'll see. His- too maybe one day bitches it's like (laughs) if you think about it man they're fighting over millions and billions of dollars on who's going to get more of it and half of the world doesn't have jobs because of a pandemic yeah like you guys suck asshole just shut up and get on the field But they're athletes that are making sixty million a year, not sixty million, but yeah, I, I totally. It, they're toned down. I, know what you I mean. mean, just like a lot yeah. of this country has and, been for and now that many, many the NBA is back and the NHL has figured it out, they're just trying to get arenas and regulations. Those two are going to come back. Blackhawks, we're going to win it all, man. We're hey, you guys four. stuck in, man. You guys stuck in as that right. That's right. Who are who are you supposed to play in the first round? Calgary, Alberta, Canada. No, I, I have no idea. The Wild make the, it? The Wild nope. would play Vancouver. Uh, five qualifying round. NHL playoff to feature seven game rounds. Interesting. Uh, they would be playing. Uh, the Blackhawks would be playing. Ah, uh, where is that? Chicago plays Edmonton. Oh, oh, that was kind of rare. They would, yeah, the yeah they would play. Um, ooh, that would be hard. That's a tough ass. Leon Draisaitl won the scoring title by like twenty points. <laughs> oh yikes! Yikes! <laughs> yeah, so that'll be a little work cut out for him. Uh, NASCAR and, drivers, do you think we should give them a lot more respect since they're doing what, like five races in two weeks? Yeah, that's got to be tiring, man. I don't think people realize how hard that probably is. Because they they got to have two three cars 
at each place. If that, like, how many how many cars do they actually have per <laughs> driver, <laughs> per team? Like, like you gotta, man. I mean, that's and that's stressful. Like, yeah, NASCAR's got to be stressful. Oh, for sure. I mean, you're going 200 plus mile an hour <laughs> for for hours and. <laughs> I mean, that's what he said, you know, I've, I mean, they, they're athletes just like golfers or, you know, you, you know how people say, oh, they're not athletes, this and that. But, but man, their regiment for what they have to do, yeah, it's it's pretty nuts for, for NASCAR drivers. I mean, think of the cardio you got to have, too. Oh, uh, God, yeah. You know, because of the heat, being, being able to take, take, you know, just sweating in that thing, like – like that's yeah, you get you get kudos for that. MLS looks like they're coming back and they're going to be in Orlando with the NBA. Ooh, okay. So it's it's uh, MLB man, they're showing ass, bro. Better figure this shit out. <laughs> White people. <laughs> I'm saying, man. Yeah. Everybody else is all like, MLB players stand firm, resoundingly reject plan. How, how much does a MLS player make? Like an average salary? Oh, let's find out. Average salary three hundred and forty-five thousand. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and uh, meanwhile, Blake Snell or whatever his name is is like, uh, I'm only going to get seven of my ten million. I'm I'm the one risking my life in a pandemic. You're sitting in a in a bullpen that's sixty. 600 feet away from people. Yeah, which soccer players, as well as hockey players, I say, are the greatest athletes in all of the land. And yet they're like, yeah, we're going to play because, A, for the love of the game and for our fans. So, yeah, yeah screw your baseball. Yeah, Blake, Blake Snell's on a pitcher's mound who's 60 feet. He's 10 times social distancing himself from every human being. And that's why I say, and they should have started this five years ago, uh, performance-based incentive contracts. It needs mm-hmm. to be a thing. You need to get more money to actual people that need it. Your your firefighters, your your good police officers, uh, your teachers, as we've all experienced uh, over the last five months here of uh, parents teaching their kids at home uh, and realizing, yeah, teachers need to start making uh, close to six figures a year because, hey, we have to deal it with one child. Imagine these teachers on a day-by-day basis with 20-plus, if not 30-plus kids every mm-hmm. freaking day and night. So, yeah, whatever your name is, Snelling, who well, no one will remember. And, yeah, I get it. He's a millionaire <laughs> and this and that. But, hey, bro, at least I got a podcast that's on every damn, you know, network known to man. And at least people will be like, what's a Russellcast? And they'll listen to me and not know who the hell you are come five, ten years down the line. Exactly. Blake Snelling. So you call you Doesn't he have name. a Cy Young, though? <laughs> no, uh, oh, maybe. Actually, I don't know. He doesn't <laughs> doubt where he cares. He, yeah, he plays in front of a stadium of like 10,000 fans anyway. So what is he worried yeah. about? Yeah. We got that uh, in listens a week, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Melvin Gordon who said uh, playing in front of empty fans will not be a problem. As uh, that's what it was like the last couple of years playing for the Chargers. Anyway, <laughs> hey, 
You tell them the truth on that shit. Wow. That's funny. Every, everything's coming back. U- UFC, uh, NBA, NHL. Did you watch that UFC MLS. MT Arena show? I heard nothing yeah, but awesome. great reviews for it. Yeah. It was awesome because you like you could hear all the shots boxing there uh June seventh, I think, on on Sunday there's uh Shakur Stevenson is fighting. Like all these okay. everything's coming back except for baseball. Like it make like they're gonna look so bad. Football is everything according to plan is gonna keep running. Why like <laughs> stupid baseball. Yeah. So ba- Baseball, or I'm not even gonna go there. I'm, I'm not. Nope, I'm not I'll gonna go, go there. Yeah, I know baseball is essentially one group of uh, agitators um, out in the world. And no, I'm not talking about looters, certain kind of people, but just agitators. That's what baseball is to me now. Cubs. Hey, Bitch. I already saw Cubs World Series in my lifetime. That's true. Two, I could be done watching baseball. Baby. I could be done. <laughs> I don't need to watch it anymore. Epstein, they ruined ruined the Cubs. So, Bryant, I got mad after they screwed Chris Bryant. So, baseball, I could be done with for the rest of my life now. I'm good. Just give me one more year so I can get my retribution on Houston, and then I'll be fine. Like, if I could see Carlos Correa's punk ass get beaten like 17 times, I'll be in a better mood. (laughs) What if baseball did end then, and you would never get that? Redemption uh, for the Dodgers. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> you never got what you wanted for retribution. That would be. Well, here's the thing: is nothing's gonna happen. What's worse, though? No Dodgers win, or uh, never seeing Jushin Thunder Liger in person. Uh, never seeing Jushin Thunder Liger in person. Gene Anderson can lick my asshole. <laughs> Whoa! And that's 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 a weird way that I should that that's uh, ladies night, and gentlemen, folks. episode one sixty three. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Akuta Matata.